You're listening to RazRadioLive.com, home of the first 52, the Weekend Review, the Rob Revere Show, Cannabis Fornication, and the Mallard Report. If you like what you hear on RazRadioLive.com, quit being such a cheap bitch and help us out. There's donation bars on the website, and if you use Amazon, link to them through us so we can get paid. Now let me stop bothering you and get you back to the quality programming that you like hearing, only heard on RazRadioLive.com. Yeah, I'm Tony Sparks Trees. You know what I rep? Uh-huh, it's flowing the best and controlling the cess. Yes, I keep it simple, but you know I'm fresh. I flow to death. I flow to death. And do signs for blind, because I don't give no respect. Oh, you're and right. Stay honky. Yes, All day, make bets all day, pay less for weight, but hop hands anyway. Shot glass of Hennessy, John Black, what can I say? I'm that ill, and that's these every day. I'm a pack skill from the Bronx to the Catskills. I'm hot, and y'all hating cause I'm mad chill. I got the landfills for garbage rappers. Only reason why you're here is target practice. I'ma start the racket with money from the mattress. I'ma get the ratchet. Lefty is my cousin. Don't make me sunny black this. from the intelhub.com you're listening to the first 52 on RAS radio
is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. is the truth, nothing more. <laughs> there we are. It's Saturday, that's right, that's what day it is. It's Saturday again, 9 p.m. You are here live. The first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. <coughs> Excuse me. Goodness. What a way to start the show. Coughing up already. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it's Sean Raz coming to you live from lovely, sunny, warm FEMA Region 4. Now, it's got a little chilly this week. We're down in the uh, 50s. It was kind of cold. I know a lot of you up north are probably cursing me right now. <laughs> but that's all right, because you'll get over it. I'm sure you'll get over it. Of course, over to my left, or my right, that would be. Oh, well. Yeah, I'll know my left and right one day, won't I, honey? <laughs> I guess if I'm looking in the Skype stream here, you're on the right, or left. <laughs> but of course, my We're lovely wife. This is radio, in case you haven't noticed. <laughs> I don't think it matters. <laughs> well, yeah, as we, as we move along with our future Iggy's that we are working on, you know, people might be able to see us one day, you know, Dave? Yeah, I hope so. I hope that happens. Yeah, that would be a neat little feature. Uh, don't want to give away all our little secrets that we're working on, though. That was it. That was all of it. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Sorry, I gave all the secrets away. <laughs> Ooh, it's a secret. <laughs> so, as, as you all know, the other one on the other end there, uh, other than my lovely wife, Lexi Rasby, here with Hello. me. We've got uh, our buddy Four Toad on the far side. Yeah, I've been coughing my brains out, too. I have to keep muting my mic. Uh-oh. I hope you're not getting sick. Uh, I don't know. I think it's the tail end of what I had last week, and it, it apparently comes comes back. The coughing comes back when I when I start talking. So right. Well, and you know we do have red tide off the coast still floating around. Uh, I don't know if you guys have it up your end, uh, but we have it down here. Supposedly, it's supposed it's supposed to be clearing up though. I just read a red tide report. We uh, it's still here. It's on the tip of us though. Um, and we have a big open spot where it's not, but it is up Sarasota County, and it is uh, down really strong in Charlotte Harbor and uh, Fort Myers area. Oh. Yeah, I was just, uh, actually, I have it up uh, somewhere over here. Uh, so we've got like a little pocket in our area? Yeah, most of, not there. most of the beach we go to uh, is pretty clear. It's just down um, towards the point of, of the rich area here. Oh, the rich people are dealing with uh, red tide? Yeah, the rich people have to deal with the red tide. Oh, no. Oh, sealed so bad for them. <laughs> no, nah, we don't want anybody. It's a horrible. Uh, for those of you up north <clears throat> where they've never heard of Red Tide, it's uh, something we get here in the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, and it's caused, from what I understand, it's caused by an extra warm winter, which we're having right now. And it causes these algae blooms. And it's, uh, it's, it, it gives you really bad respiratory problems. It's in the air. You can smell it. It kills all the fish. Uh, so it's been a rough couple weeks. We went to the beach uh, last weekend. I was on call. So the weekend before, 
Uh, we went out on my parents' boat. We went out to the beach, and it's just lined with dead fish everywhere. It's just the whole thing is lined with dead fish. You're hitting them while you're driving the boat down the road, or down the while you're driving the boat down the road in the water. <laughs> <laughs> driving the boat down the road, hitting fish. Yeah, yeah. That's a pretty. What uh, drugs are you on? <laughs> I should share, I shouldn't some. I? <laughs> hey, God. go ahead. Just, just a, uh, a minor correction. It isn't caused by warm weather. It is caused by um, all the chemicals that come out of the uh, the Mississippi River. There are dead zones all from the Mississippi River all around the Gulf of Mexico, <clears throat> all the way to Texas, all the way down Florida. Oh. And it's all due to runoff of uh, things that you put on either on your grass. Like here in Tampa Bay, you can't use uh, certain um, manure or certain fertilizer uh, in the summertime because when it rains, it runs off and goes into the water. And that kind of kills everything around here. So right. the red tide is caused by uh, by chemicals. It's man-made. Well, they keep talking about how we've had – how the, the extra warm uh, winter is causing it to be so severe this year. Um, yeah, and, and next year when it happens, when it's a normal winter, they'll, they'll blame it on something else. I, I've been here nine years. I've heard, I've heard seven different stories. But you've got to find <laughs> out the real deal. Right. Well, and, you know, this is uh, the worst I've seen uh, for red tide is, is this year. Uh, maybe that's a uh, – contributed by the flooding that we had all this past year uh, up in that re- region. Maybe we got some extra, and that's why we're having uh, such a heavy tide. I don't know. Maybe you're having, getting hit hard. Now, I haven't seen anything here, but then again, I don't go to the beach here all that often. But uh, I lived tell. on Madeira Beach about four or five years ago, and, of course, the <sighs> short time that I lived there, there was fish. There was, I used to go walk on the beach every morning, and uh, there were dead fish everywhere, and it was smelled of dead fish and you could also smell the um the the, the pollutant not the pollutant the uh the algae yeah and it would screw up your chest yep no it's horrible you would, call them, you would call them chemtrails oh 913 <laughs> i'm the one to mention chemtrails. <laughs> oh dave you're coming around <laughs> buddy <laughs> you're coming around you'll get it eventually it's all right don't worry uh, not no. gonna happen <laughs> well actually i shouldn't say that because i am open to it i just need more proof. evidence. You just need more proof. Yeah, like I like I would like to see some videos from uh, the shooting in in uh, Colorado or the shooting in uh, Connecticut. You know, I'd like to see some videos of uh, the, the the little better videos of the Pentagon getting struck with a with an airplane. You know, from one of the eighty something cameras that are just gone. All of a sudden, all the videotape is gone from eighty two cameras. So yeah, there's a lot of things that we could uh, get some answers for. This is true, but you're never going to get them yeah. because it, 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 they only give you the the um, the video when they want you to have the video. Like uh, I've said this before, I think that the the weaker uh, the earlier in the week of the Newtown shooting, there was a mall shooting. Guy used an AR-15 and he shot two people. And still carry guy. A, I believe that happened on a Tuesday, and by Thursday night, I was watching an animated reenactment of what he did. Right. Right. Animated. In other words, they actually wow. had to put. This, they had to find out what was going on. They had, they had to ask the cops what did he do, where did he stand, how did he go down the stairs, blah blah blah. Uh, and they made it. You know, they had an animation for it. And here it is, a month and a half after these shootings, and we don't know what the fuck went on. We don't know how he got into the building. Well, yeah. We don't know the proof how he got into the building. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? I yeah. just don't. Uh, it, we know they're there because they talk about how they have a security system in the school that has a camera that looks at the person at the front door and you either have to be recognized or show ID or an ID badge or something or be ex- escorted in. So, right. Yeah. Well, I think, well, this rumor has it that it, he used the AR to blow through the door. 
Oh, yeah, that's what they say. But if that's what he did, why can't we see the video of it? Because we know there's video of it. Well. Right? Is there not, do we not know well, there's video? Because it doesn't fit the narrative. Well, exactly. That's exactly mm-hmm. why. Uh, did you get to hear uh, Conspiracy Corner on the, Sh- the Shannon Burke show this week over on Radio I.O.? I believe I did. All right, well, before I get into that, guys, uh, if you want to join us in the chat room, uh, go to razradiolive.com uh, forward slash chat, uh, or you can just go right to Raz Radio Live, and there's a little button at the top there, and you can also listen to the show live from there. Um, we'll take some calls throughout the night. Uh, 941-421-0401 is how you could call us there. You can get us on the Twitter. Uh, you can hit Lexi up at at Lexi Raz. Uh, Toad is at Toad Jones. And me, you'll find me at Sean Raz. Uh, and we'll start interacting on the uh, at Raz Radio uh, Twitter also eventually. I'm going to get somebody assigned to that, Dave, to whoever's on the show with me to run that one. <clears throat> and uh, is that every, every way? Every, oh, and if you're interested in maybe doing a show yourself or uh, you want to shoot me an email, yell at me, tell me I'm stupid, uh, tell me I'm fat, which... You know, you'd be a little off, but that's okay. <laughs> I'd like to be a little fatter than I am, so I'll take that. But you can send that to... Um, Did you say fatter? I'd like to be fat. Yeah, well, fatter, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're one of the only people. Yeah, I know. I, well, no, there's other people like me out there. What are you, like a buck 35? Around there somewhere. Yeah, I don't even remember being that light. <laughs> I must have been like 10 or 11. And I just put on uh, 15 pounds or so over the past six months by taking some uh, natural minerals and stuff, so... I was really tiny. I was really, really thin and uh, anorexic looking almost at a point. Oh, but anyway, the email address is uh, seanraz at tf52.com. If you uh, want to send me a love letter, a hate letter, you wanna, you're want to, you interested in doing a show of your own, uh, we have plenty of open space. Uh, our goal is to fill the weekend first, but uh, as you know, we have uh, the Mallard Report on Tuesdays at 9 p.m., and we have Rob Revere Fridays at 9 p.m., so... Uh, Goal, though, is to fill weekends. So if you hear open space on the weekends, you want to do a show, let me know. But what I, what I brought Shannon's show up about was, do you remember him rattling off uh, all these different things? And he's like, all right, I want you to tell me the conspiracy in this. And it was like, you know, fast oh, yeah, food. Yeah. And he was rattling. Then he said Gatorade, right? Which I, yeah. I really didn't have anything for Gatorade. I mean, I, I don't, it's got high fructose corn syrup and, and crap like that in it and, and other stuff we don't need. But it's funny because today I found an article that came out uh, yesterday, January 25th. Today is January 26th, which I didn't give the date when I started the show. I usually do that. <laughs> Just so we all know where we're at, you know. A lot of people don't realize what the date is. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's from uh, lat, uh, latimes.com. <clears throat> the headline, Gatorade Pulls Ingredient Linked to Flame Retardant, is the headline of the article. So, Shannon, here is your Gatorade Conspiracy. <laughs> uh, brominated vegetable oil, a synthetic chemical that has been patented in Europe as a flame retardant, will no longer double as an ingredient in Gatorade sports drinks. Molly Carter, a spokeswoman for Gatorade owner, Gatorade owner Pepsi Cola Inc., said that the company has been considering the move for more than a year, working on a way to take out the ingredient without affecting the flavor of the drink. <clears throat> so they're relying on this flame retardant to. Uh, uh, yeah, that, that, that was uh, hit my microphone slider there. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're relying on, a, on a, a flavor to come from a flame retardant, which is really nice to know that, that you've been drinking. And I haven't drank Gatorade in a long time, uh, but people are drinking it like, like it's water. Oh, what was that movie? 
Oh. It's got what plants crave? Yeah. It's got electrolytes. <laughs> electrolytes. It's got idiocracy. idiocracy. Yeah, it well, what are electrolytes? It's got it's what plants crave. <laughs> but what is it what do plants crave? Electrolytes. Electrolytes, yeah. Well, I guess apparently I guess apparently Who's on first? <laughs> what's on second? I guess apparently they uh the, the plants crave flame retardant. So <laughs> I'm really pushing that one, can you tell? So a, a recent well, peti- it, it, it's obviously what plants didn't crave because even in the movie Idiocracy, <laughs> nothing could grow. What was there, a slurm, or was, what was the name of the drink on Idiocracy? They may remember. Mondo. Mondo? No, no, Brondo. Brondo. Brondo, Brondo that's we, it, yeah. Brondo, yep. So, continue. Brondo, Brondo actually bought the FDA. <laughs> Imagine that. That would never happen. You wouldn't see a government official um, that was somebody maybe that used to work for the FDA, or, or maybe okay. a, maybe an FDA chairman or something that used to be a government official. No, that wouldn't happen. You should get no, Mike Judge no. on this show one time. <laughs> yeah, be a dude good idea. is brilliant. <laughs> go ahead, Dave. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, well, I was just going to say, yeah, they do do that. It's called lobbyists. <laughs> well, they do it anyway because we we see the former head of the FDA is now um, uh, vice president or chairman of the board or something over at uh, Monsanto. So we see it happening. It does happen. Uh, I want to continue this. Let's real short one. So let's get through it. Uh, a recent petition on change.org to drop the chemical, which has more than 200,000 supporters, did not inspire the decision, Carter said, though she acknowledged that consumer feedback was the main impetus. In the petition posted by uh, Sarah Kavana of Hattiesburg, Mississippi, BVO is described as banned in Japan and in the European, European Union. The effort quotes a Scientific American article said, suggesting that BVO could be building up in human tissue and that studies on mice have shown reproductive behavior, reproductive and behavior problem linked to large doses of the chemical. Uh, the reformulated, wow, that was a good one. The reformulated Gatorade flavors will start rolling out in the next few months, Carter said. Uh, there's no hard date for launch because we're not recalling Gatorade, she said. We don't think our products are unsafe. We don't think there are health and safety safety risks so they're not recalling it even though they're taking this flame retardant out of the drink uh because of consumer demand as they say uh but not related they don't think it's a health risk yeah it's not a health risk there's there's no health or safety risk involved here uh at least you know that your intestines won't catch on fire now (laughs) all right just you're good you're safe everything is is, you're you're perfect it's great you got nothing to worry about anymore I could have all the Taco Bell I want, and my insides aren't going to burn up? Yeah, exactly. You're set to go. It's a new solution to eating hot foods. Awesome. Uh, what's next? Well, what will they come up next for us? Uh-uh. So the BVO ingredient was used as flavor, as a flavor emulsifier. Emulsifier? Emulsifier? Emulsifier, thank you. Uh, helping to distribute Gatorade's, helping to distribute Gatorade's coloring throughout the bottle. Carter said. Now, you were never a guest on Sesame Street, were you? No. No, no I was on the Muppets once, though, when I was a kid. They did a, they did a, live, uh, uh, um, a live Muppets show. Uh, they used to do them. Dave, you really? Might rem- yeah, they used to do them back in the, in the 80s. Uh, do you remember oh, it? It was actually God. a show on TV. Um, and it was uh, sorry to uh, derail your story, no, that's but not hard that's to hilarious. Self-derail, <laughs> 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 which is usually how it happens. Anyway, um, 
Where was I? So uh, now the company, uh, yeah, help uh, their color, Carter said. Now the company is swapping in another emulsifier. Oh, there's that word again. Emul- <laughs> emulsifier. That word, emulsifier. Things that mix go. things up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this word, so I'll just make you, one up. You know, you think I know that because we use that a lot in culinary <laughs> when I was in culinary well, school. Yeah. You know, cause you, you, you emulsified stuff a lot. I think it's just because it's emulsifier. That's you confusing. still practice that technique. I think it's the marijuana. No, I don't do that no. kind of stuff. Never. Um, <laughs> with, an, uh, uh, with another emulsifier with an intimidating name, sucrose acetate isobor... Isobi- isob- <laughs> you know, if you, <laughs> if you want me to read these, it's... Really yeah, read that last sentence. Are you going to get me like effed up? I don't even know where you're at last sen- here. It's a, the last sentence. The BBO ingredient really was words. used as a flavor emulsifier, helping to distribute Gatorade's coloring throughout the bottle, Carter said. Now the company is swapping in another emulsifier with an intimidating name, sucrose acetate isobutrate. <laughs> if you can't freaking pronounce it, you shouldn't eat it. Yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> yeah, aren't you, uh, don't you have a little spot on a uh, weekend review tomorrow with Kevin I Harris? I do. I think, I think it's at 9 or 9.30, something like that. I don't know. You guys should just listen to the whole show because he's hilarious. Yeah, he is. He does a great show. And then, uh, oh, thank you to uh, Shift Hard there, our buddy Shifty. Did the shitty Shifty show or whatever it is he's going to be calling it. Uh, but uh, The uh, shitty Shifty yeah, show. Now you got a good laugh. So, yeah, he does. Hilarious. He does a nice show. I, I really am, am happy with uh, with what he's putting out. And uh, I almost called in because I wanted to yell at him. For, I wanted to yell at him and, and uh, Jesse because he, he uh, Shifty says that he texts all the time. He knows it's dangerous and he won't stop until it becomes law. So I'm like, you fucking asshole. Why would you, why if you know it's dangerous? Why don't you stop? But he has to wait for the the the, the, the man to tell him to stop. Right. And uh, Jesse is uh, against gay marriage. Yeah, I heard that one. Well, you know, everybody has their right to choose what they want to choose to to have or not have, as long as they're not enforcing it on other people. So Jesse's well, that, Jesse's well, that's his thing. Jesse's forcing it on other people. Wow. That's pulling a confession out of me. Back in my staunch Republican days, before my mom was a lesbian, and before you know, <laughs> I got into my own and started realizing things for myself, I was against gay marriage, and it was for my so-called religious beliefs that I didn't really (laughs) practice very well. (laughs) I mean, it was a phase of ignorance and not, you know, know. knowing any better. You didn't practice religion very well? That's right. You have a, what, a four-year-old son and you're only married a year? Not even a year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I've got a 17-year-old son. Straight hoe over here. (laughs) (laughs) I got a 17-year-old son and a uh, 13-year-old daughter, and I was never married to the woman. Mm. Yeah, well, uh, just to, to throw my hat into the thing here, uh, I got married on May 1st, and my son was uh, born September 12th. You so, do the math. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't add up quite right now, does it? Uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. It may be the reason why I got married. Oh. Uh, could have been the forcing factor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Possibly. Hmm. Possibility. It's a good possibility. So as I'm doing my research today and I'm printing articles out, one of the articles that came out had a little, you know how when you print out some articles, sometimes you get all this extra crap, the the, the comments and all that. Well, there was an ad at the bottom of it. And um, 
I'm not supporting this ad at all. I'm actually bringing it up so people will try to avoid this. 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 Um, well, unless you want to use it in the bathroom, it might make a good toilet paper. Um, <laughs> but the Daily News <clears throat> has a sign our assault weapons ban petition on here, and it says. 34 Americans are killed every day by fire, firearms. The total killed is just, in just six months is equal to all American combat deaths over the entire length of the Iraq and Afghanistan war. After, after the tra- tragic murder of 20 children and six adults at Sandy Hook Elementary School, we call on Congress to immediately ban all assault weapons and high-capacity magazines and institute comprehensive gun control. Sign online, too. So uh, and there's a big thing there. It says uh, "blood on your hands" as uh, as bury or bury there. So anyway, that's what I think of that one. We'll just uh, <laughs> see ya. Peace. That's New York for you. That's the Daily News, right? It's the New York Daily News. <coughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Exactly. Excuse me. I had to let me clear my throat for a second. Anyway, all right. So uh, yeah, I, I just wanted to talk about that because I, I saw that and I just couldn't believe. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like this is just out of hand. And of course. We're going to have some gun talk. Uh, we do have Popeye from FederalJack.com. Um, he'll be joining us, also from Orion Talk Radio. Uh, he does his show down the rabbit hole there, I believe, and I'll get it exactly from him because I never have it right. Uh, it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I think he does a show on Sunday also now. Um, so you definitely want to check him out. All the stuff's downloadable. It's on YouTube. It's all around. So we'll be talking with him in about 30 minutes. And... Uh, and he'll be full of information, I can guarantee it. So I pulled out of uh, The Guardian. Child labor uncovered in Apple's supply chain. So all your iPhones and all your lovely Apple products is being done with slave labor from children. Isn't that good to know? In China. In China. <laughs> yeah. Shock me, shock me, shock me. <clears throat> I don't think anyone questioned that. I think it was just assumed and nobody cared. Which sucks, hey, well, but hold, hold on. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I gotta, I gotta also put a little reference here. Um, that company that, that makes Apple products is Foxconn. Foxconn makes a lot of shit. Foxconn makes the motherboard that I have on my computer. Probably made both of your droids. It also makes Xbox and PS3s. That's why so, they're employing children under the age of 16 in mass quantities. <laughs> well, it may not be legal illegal in that country. Maybe. But that means, but don't you think we shouldn't support it by buying the product? So then throw out your iPhone. I don't have an or iPhone. How about, uh, don't buy it. You didn't I, know this? I'm like, Foxconn's been making this shit for years. No, Sean won't years. buy Apple products. I hate Apple. I don't have any. Uh, the only Apple products we have, uh, we have a, a, a iP- uh, what the hell is it called? The, the, I, the, the music thingy. Um, yeah, iPod. iPod. Yeah, we have an iPod, but that was given to us. Uh, Lexi has an iPhone. She just got that. I tried to talk her out of it. It was free. Well, I know, but it was free with my upgrade. Free with the upgrade. Love free I, stuff. Well, you free. know how I am. I'm it's quite free. It's okay to get child labor, right? No, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm a frugal person. Yeah, she didn't and pay that for it. Was available free with my upgrade, so I was like, then I'll take that because yeah. I'm not paying for a phone. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know they were like making kids make it. I didn't know that. At the, the question time. that I have is, are they forcing these kids? Is there somebody actually, you know, like whipping them and making them work? There? No, they no, pay the, them like 16 the bucks a week. They get paid. Yeah, they get paid a little bit. But then again, keep in mind, <laughs> also keep in mind that this is the same company 
that has suicide nets throughout the building and throughout the exterior of the building to catch people when they jump off the roof. Suicide nets. Yeah, suicide nets. Seriously. So, anyway, uh, Apple's in, and the funny thing is, this is Apple's investigation. Apple's investigation revealed some children had been recruited using forged identity papers. Uh, Apple has discovered multiple cases of child labor in its supply chain, including one Chinese company that employed 74 children under the age of 16. Was it Apple that discovered it or someone else that discovered that Apple was practicing Apple's, this? Apple's investigation discovered Oh, it. so the, their own company didn't know that this was going on? Right, right. Under the age of 74, under the age of 16. All right. Now, don't get me wrong. I worked my first job. I was 12 years old. I'm not against kids working. Uh, and I actually made a, a decent labor, a decent wage for for a, a 12, 13 year old. You know, I was walking around with yes. bank in my pocket. However, you know? these are young children that instead of getting an education are sitting in a factory making iPhones all day because we're a bunch of greedy, consumering, just ridiculous people. Well, that is that is very true. Um, they're providing a service, man, you know, and, and they're voluntarily going there. And really, do they really need to be in school till they're 18 years old? No, 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 I I don't. They're hungry and starving, so they're going to go work for nothing at a factory all week and not be educated. Well, here, let me finish the article here, and then we'll continue uh, discussing it. Um, An internal audit found a flip side to the Western consumer's insatiable thirst for innovation. Hold on here. Okay. Uh, yeah, everybody, everybody clear? <laughs> an insatiable thirst for an innovation and compl- com- competitively oh, priced gadgets. <laughs> it uncovered 106 cases of underage labor being used at Apple suppliers last year and 70 cases his- historically. The report follows a series of worker suicides over work conditions at Foxconn. There it is, Dave. The Taiwanese company that assembles, assembles must-have products such as iPad, iPhone, and lethal exposure, lethal expo, ex, explosions Jesus. at other plants. Oh, and lethal explosions at other plants. Okay. I have a caller on the line here. Uh, 563 would be the area code. Yeah, that me. Hey, is that Buzzy? That me. All hey, day long. How you Don't doing? Tell nobody. All I, day I, long. It sounds so quiet. <laughs> I was a little confused there. Well, I just wait my turn. <laughs> Waiting your turn. Uh, it, it, anyway, uh, I want to make a couple comments. I heard you say something about uh, gay marriage and religion. Go on. My belief is I don't agree with it either. I think it's wrong, but I'm not going to condemn anybody if they want to Marry another man and stick a dick up his ass. Find a daddy go for it. <laughs> well, that, but that's... I'm not a real I'm not a real religious guy because I'm going to hell with the rest of you sons of bitches because God knows every one of y'all need Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you know a mystical figure could probably help me get my life in in order. Maybe. Well, that's to each his own. He say mystical, I say believe. To each his own. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, how you feeling? You getting you back on the road trucking? You feeling better? Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> Would you be rather laid up in the couch? Uh, do I? You'd rather be laid up on the couch? Oh, uh, hell yeah. <laughs> Not sick, but yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. You, you too could get your own Obama phone. 
All my parents, all your favorite programs on Wednesday TV. Hey, I need some more Buzzy Shine. That's what I need. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't we all? Right <laughs> I, I got to get some more meat. Uh-oh. Out of the shine. So what else did you hear? You said I, I, you said a couple things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's nothing. Talk about gun control. Mm-hmm. They do not need to take our guns because you can't buy no damn bullets. Yeah, I know. That's Well, that's the, the indirect. Dave, I'm sure you got a thought on this. I think that's an indirect way that they are trying to uh, to, to um, slow the the use of firearms and to curtail uh, people wanting them. Dave? I tried to, I, I tried to today in a roundabout way. I drive down the road, you know, all I got to do is listen to the radio and think. Well, at least you listen to the radio. Half the time for but anyway, uh, <laughs> I call, I call uh, Larry Muscatine over there by where I live at, the farm and fleet, see if they got any 9 millimeters. Nope, they ain't got none. So I call Walmart. Yeah, they got nine boxes. Now, this is at 3 o'clock. So I hang up. I call my wife immediately. So I go get, get me some. But she gets off at 5 o'clock. She gets off at 5, goes over. They're all out. Damn, they sold out Either in two hours. Have, yeah, two hours. Not all I had was nine boxes. But. Well, that, so then I stopped at, up there in Tennessee. They're out of 24. They got a little, little truck stop and right across the road. They got a cousin of them store over there. So I walked across the street. They had one box of nine millimeters, a, a, a box of twenty, olive one, for twenty bucks. <laughs> a dollar around. So I bought them. Yeah. Then they only had one. I, I want a couple more clips. Well, they had one left for my gun. So I got it. But damn, it's getting hard to buy shit. Okay, well, you know, that's it. that's because you're looking uh, locally. I'm looking at uh, cheaperthandirt.com, 9mm. They got tons of them. They oh, got no, I don't know, five oh, or six pages of them. It all depends on how, like you know, what kind of ammo you want to get. There are, there are places you can get. I've, I've, I've held on. I always keep two boxes of ammo in my, car, in my house at all times. When I go out shooting, I buy more. I always have he- ammo here. And that's what the way I think people should be is, is you always keep a stock at home. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm trying to do, get stock up more than what I got. But, yeah, but like you're a little bit late, Buzzy. And, and I don't like buying over the internet. Not Apple. Well, why not? Oh, hell no. Why not? What do you, well, what? now they can backtrack and do who, who's buying it. Well, and, and, and come today, now I'm not really a conspiracy guy, I am, but I'm not. <laughs> but come today, they backtrack to where all this ammo's going. They're going to be kicking my door in, and I'm taking two or three out with them. Well, and that's the problem with gun registration, with concealed carry permits. That's it, it, it's they're forming their yep. database, and they're they're announcing now that they're gonna do a database. So that's that's their plan. So when it is time to to come find us, crazy kooks, um, you know, they they have a very easy way to find us. Uh, that's why a lot well, of people are against it. With my my permit carry, they can find me on that. But as far as my gun, no. Well, now, now the other thing, the other thing, Buzzy, to think about though, with the, I don't know up there. I believe down here in Florida, uh, I haven't bought any ammunition recently or in a while, so I don't even remember. But I believe they, they, uh, like, if you go to Walmart, they run your card, your uh, identification through a scanner. If I'm not mistaken, Dave. Yeah. You, you, well, Walmart, they ask for your ID. Do they run it though, Dave? Do you know? Uh. I have never had that happen. Okay. Um, I've only had that actually happen when I bought alcohol uh, at a certain store. Uh, they, they wanted my license and they scanned it. 
And I actually refused. I was like, no, you're not scanning this. You know, here's my, here's my, you know, look at my gray beard. I'm old enough. (laughs) Right. Go ahead, Buzz. Any other place, they don't ever ask my ID to buy alcohol, but Walmart does for some reason. Well, this is why you buy shit online. They don't ask you nothing for other than your credit card and your address. And they ship it to you. They don't care. Yeah. Or you do what everybody else does. You go to a gun show and you pick up a couple hundred dollars worth. Yeah, that's a good way too. yeah. When do, I, when do I got time to go to a gun show? Oh, you pass them all the time, especially when you're down here. There's gun shows every weekend somewhere down here. Well, I can, yeah. I can buy ammo, but I, I can't buy no guns or handguns anyway. Well, that's true, but, you know, at least you could uh, get your ammo. Well, yeah, I'll get ammo, believe me. Because they had... They, they had a, if I got to take... Good luck with that. Yeah, you got to get through the, the rounds coming at you first. Yeah, well, they just had a big gun show. If Buzzy's been to my house. He knows where all my guns are. <laughs> oh, he, he knows to hide in places. Well, we they just had a big uh, they just had a big uh, gun show in Orlando uh, a couple weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, and uh, they actually had to uh, turn people away. They had uh, they couldn't even fit any more people in the gun show. And they extended it for like a day or two, something like that, to to uh, be able to get yeah, everybody I think in. I heard something like, like that. An ungodly amount, like 50,000 or something. I might be wrong, but I know it's an ungodly amount of people showed up. Yeah, I think they were only expecting, I don't think it was that much, uh, but I'm not sure either. So I don't want to throw numbers out because I'm not really uh, sure. I know it's an ungodly amount. Well, I yeah, it was, it was. It was like three, four times the amount they expected. Um, so, uh, you know, it just goes to show. When you threaten to take them, people are going to go out and get them quicker. Um, so too many people are starting to see uh, what's going on. I think it's become way too obvious at this point in time that uh, it's just hard not to be concerned, not to um, have your uh, panties in a bunch or whatever you want to say. You know, it's just... It, it's kinda, it, I think it's kind of ironic. Obama is trying to have his... Carnies, whatever you want to call them, trying to get all this gun control in, but they're actually promoting guns because it's the biggest run in history as far as guns and ammo. Oh yeah, well, and again, that's because of what they're doing. The funny thing about that, while you're there, Buzzy, um, I might as well do this one because you kind of touched on it indirectly. Uh, going through, there's a report out now that says that the the bill Feinstein has has presented um, to Congress exempts government officials from having to follow any of the rules that are in this bill. So, oh, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, they can have their guns. Yeah, the senators and all those people can still have them. So that, that's... Uh, didn't, she, didn't she get caught here a while back with a gun in her purse somewhere there? No, she had a she had a, a legal concealed carry. Um, she took over, a, I believe it was a mayor's position of a mayor that had been assassinated. And... Um, you know, she feared for her life and, and, and had a concealed carry permit to protect herself. Okay. So, all right, Buzzy. Thanks for giving us a call. Glad to see you're up and moving and, and uh, you know, feeling good and uh, trucking oh, yeah. again. So, uh, next time you're down this way, give us a holler. Maybe we can try to get that meet up together. Well, I'll be down this week. Unload Monday, reload Monday, and right back to Chicago. But I never got time to stop when I, tomato season, hardly whatsoever. Oh, yeah, it's but, a busy time, isn't it? We'll meet up. All right, man. We'll meet up. Never uh, say never. Never say never. Hey, you know what? What's that? I got to go now. Peace out, Buzzy. Bye. Uh, you got to love Buzzard Bob. Funny man, funny man. I got to, Did you meet him when uh, he was here? Oh, oh God, he was he at your house. Was so fucking drunk. 
That's right. He was at your house. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he, wow. He could put him away, man. Kenny? <laughs> yeah, he was having a good time at you know, over at uh, Hooters. Yeah, well, we had a good time with him at the Christmas party. Uh, we had a, a blast. A uh, uh, fun guy. We hung out uh, after the party the next day. We all just kind of were trying to recover still, and we're all sitting on the, the uh, what was that, like a... It was like a lounge wraparound sofa type thing with this, like, outside. Of the, it was like a cabana area. With this huge ground fountain in front of it. And yeah. we were all just kind of sitting there staring off in the space trying to Yeah, trying right to recover. after breakfast and he shows up with moonshine. Yeah, I'm like, oh, up, man. He shows up with like six <laughs> cases of, of buzzard, uh, buzzard shine and he starts handing bottles out. So all of a sudden we sit there start, starting to drink that. And Lexi and I were getting ready to go Hair up to the Shannon dog. show. Oh, that was a long... That that was the kickoff to my cold. I got sick the next day. Mm-hmm. That Wednesday is when I started getting sick. So uh, that was a hellish of a cold, too. I have a uh, an update. A friend of mine who buys ammo from Walmart uh, says they don't ask for ID. They don't ask for ID. They do not. Well, that's good to hear. Hey, do you know if any of those, um, I don't want to get too deep into the Walmart thing, but do you know if any of those theories going out or any of those stories that were getting thrown around that Walmart wasn't going to sell guns anymore, they were going to stop ordering ammo and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, I, I read a few of them a couple weeks ago and haven't really heard hide nor hair. Obviously, it doesn't sound like they're not selling ammo anymore, though. That'll never happen because, you know, Walmart is, uh, you know, in, it's in Arkansas, I think, and... You know, that's their main place. They're never going to stop doing that. They're never going to stop selling guns. Not, it's not going to happen. Because, you know, law-abiding people buy shit from Walmart. Why shouldn't they? Yeah, well, you shouldn't because um, it sucks and it's a globalist company and it supports a China slave <sighs> labor. But, hey, you know, I don't buy from there. I won't buy from there. I, we try to stay out of there. We try not to buy there too much. Oh, that's and, where do, and where do you spend your money? Um... I'm pretty sure wherever you spend your money, there's fifty percent of my grocery bills go to a local produce place. Yeah, we buy all our produce local. Well, well, that's good. Yeah. Um, The rest of my grocery trip this weekend, the other half was sweeping. Which is a, it's a, it's not a mega chain. I mean, yeah, it's a small chain, but it's more. Sweet Bay is actually owned by a foreign company, I found out. Oh, they're really? closing a bunch of them down here, and they're closing the one that I go to. Yeah, they're closing. Like Great, 30, thanks. Like Ruin it for me. Yeah, right. Thank you. Well, we go to Publix, too, and Winn-Dixie is the other one we use. Uh-uh. <clears throat> Same shit. They get, they get a whatever. Where was we I could, going? We can nitpick. I, I go, there's a Walmart supermarket right across the street. It's just a supermarket, and I go there all the time, and they actually do have the best prices. They, they, the stuff that I buy is marketedly cheaper it is and, cheaper. Well, no, wait, but, honey. I thought you said that there were times when you found that certain items, like you had the nitpick when you were when we were shopping Walmart more often. Yeah, if you really break it down and you analyze prices week by week and oh, shop coupons cool. and you're really diligent, then yes, you can shop cheaper at a grocery store than you can Walmart for particular items that you can't buy at a local butcher or a produce place per se, but... You know, it, it. most people don't want to be inconvenienced like that. There you they go, guys. They just know where they can buy it the cheapest, so that's why people shop at Walmart. Yeah, because it's cheap and easy. Um, here you go. I got something. Do, 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 do you remember uh, a couple days ago, and I'm sure listeners saw this also, I hope, um, I posted a picture, and it was 
uh, a sign that said Bush Gardens welcomes concealed carry. Yeah, have you heard anything back? Well, I just got an email back from Bush Gardens. I sent them an email based on that thing. And my email read, plain and simple, uh, we are planning a trip to Bush Gardens in the next, next few weeks, and I am a CCW permit holder. Will I be able to carry my legally permitted weapon into the park? Thank you for your time. Sean Raz. <clears throat> the response. Dear Sean, thank you for contacting us. Here are the guidelines as posted on our webpage with regards to your question. Security procedures. Bush Gardens has increased security procedures, procedures which may result in slightly, slight delays while entering the park as part of this process. All backpacks... All bags, backpacks, and packages are subject to inspection prior to entering the park. As a reminder, the following items are not permitted, in bold, to be brought into Bush Gardens for the safety of our animals and our guests. Weapons, knives, any other type of sharp object, straws, large, hard, or soft coolers, and any hazardous items or materials. Please leave any unnecessary articles secured within your vehicle to expedite your entry into the park. Bush Gardens is not responsible for fire, theft, damage, or loss of value vehicle, including articles left within. So, weapons, I'm assuming, would be a handgun. Yeah, I kind of figured that was uh, bullshit because that, uh, that sign looked photoshopped. Yeah, it did. I, I, you know, it was, uh, it was one of those things, you see it, you go, oh, cool, and you like repost it, and then somebody comments, uh, you know, and then you start looking into it. And I knew that they, I, I had went and read their their guidelines before I sent the email and that's exactly what I read already. So, uh, and then at the end, thanks again. And we look forward to hosting you soon. <laughs> so he couldn't have just said, no, we don't allow that. No, that no. <laughs> I mean, come no, on. They, first of all, I sent it from the TF 52.com. So they knew it was, um, media of some type. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure they're not stupid. They probably typed in TF 52.com before they, uh, they re- responded to it. Maybe. Maybe. They probably didn't even go that far. They, no, it's probably a canned probably response. Yeah. Copy and paste and, and it click. It does sound send. very copy and paste. Yeah. Ah, well, there's your answer, folks. That was a fake, and i got to make sure I fix that on Facebook and post that that was a fake. It's a fake. It's a fake. It's a fake. I actually posted it. Just in, the in case you were going to Bush Gardens with your guns. Yeah. <laughs> you can't bring your gun. <laughs> so, that, the, so that big oofy guy that wants to beat you to death because you stepped on his kid's foot gets to beat you to death and you know you can't protect yourself if you're a little guy like me so uh, you know because i'm looking at the security procedures right now and it says the same thing all bags backpacks and packages are subject to inspection prior to entering the park this is similar to uh now uh football you know you go to the the reason why you stopped going to football games or liking football is because of the uh tsa style pat down yep so these guys do the same thing well, yeah, but at least the TSA isn't helping them. The TSA actually was helping. Some I don't of the think stadiums. they do pat downs though. They just no, we search do, your, yeah. you when know, we, whatever we went, you happen to be bringing in. When we went to Disney back in October, um, they went. They didn't really do anything to me. You know, uh, they went. They through, don't touch you. No, they don't no. touch you. They, they didn't do anything. Not even a not even a metal detector. And then they looked in Lexi's bags. Like, they didn't really go through it. They had her open it, and they kind of, like, used a... They had, like, a chopstick. A, yeah, a chopstick and they moved like, shit around. They would, like, push the, and, like, pocket open and, like, peer in. And they were just like, okay, bye. Yeah, I was like, oh, on. that was thorough. I have so much crap in there. You didn't see everything I had. In there. I have a nail file in there. Did you know that? I could kill a bitch. I follow you. <laughs> All right, so, so if they don't frisk it, then you can actually, you know, if you wanted to uh, break their policy... 
Um, he could get away with carrying get, a gun and not be recognized for right. that. And they couldn't do right. anything to you other than actually Unless you're in New York with your little radioactive cameras. Fuck New York. Yeah, I'm going to New York in April. Good segue, and, honey. I'm dropping my mother off in Brooklyn, and I'm I'm actually heading back up to Vermont. I'm like I, I can't stay there very long. Well, you might want to make sure that if you're walking down the street, you wear an X-ray vest, you know, one of those big lead X-ray va- va- uh, vests, and uh, really maybe freak uh, them out. yeah, get some pants for it. Because uh, <laughs> did you hear about the new uh, device they're going to be using in New York? Of course I did. <laughs> of course I did. What do you think? I'm an idiot. Uh, New York NYPD commissioner says department will begin testing a new high tech device that scans for concealed weapons. Uh, the device, which which tests for terahertz radiation, is small enough to be placed in a police vehicle or stationed at a street corner where gunplay is common. Uh, and this base <laughs> it, where gunplay is common, gun you know what that means? They're going after the niggas and spicks. <laughs> and I don't mean I don't I don't mean it, you know, that's that's what's coming out of my mouth. That's what's coming out of those fuckers in New York's mouth. Right. They're, they're gonna oppress the uh the minorities again. Did you know that they actually uh you know this whole stop and frisk thing that they had going on for the last couple of years? Yeah. One in one year. Nobody ever believes me when I tell them that either. What? Nobody ever believes me when I tell them that they do that in New York. Well, because it's ridiculous. <laughs> it is ridiculous. But here's the thing, is, is they stopped and frisked so many black males that they frisked more black males than there are black males in New York. Because <laughs> they do the same guy a couple times a day? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. They hit the same guy a couple times, or they might even be getting tourists. But that's ridiculous. So in other words, they've pretty much frisked every black man in New York. Unreal. What a waste of, of, of resources, money, time, um, such a, a, a f- infringement on our rights. Um, I mean, that just totally tears the, the Fourth and Fifth Amendment apart. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. And this one too. Uh, it's not tearing it apart. It's like setting it on fire. It's like dousing it in gasoline and going. Nobody <laughs> cares. <laughs> right? They're wiping their ass with the fucking. Uh, oh my the god! In that, oh, in yeah. That city. Yeah, they pretty much are. Well, it's a big you know, it says here it's not going to be uh, stop and frisk anymore. It's going to be scan and frisk. It's a get ready for scan and frisk. The NYPD will soon deploy new technology allowing police to detect guns carried by criminals without using typical pat-down procedures. Police Commissioner Raymond Kelly said Wednesday, the department just received a machine that, that reads terahertz, the natural energy emitted by people and in, inanimate objects, and allows police to view concealed weapons from a distance. <clears throat> from a distance. If something is obstructing the flow of the radiation, for example, a weapon, the device will hide. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I, I want you to. I want you to f- really focus on what you just said. Interrupt the flow of radiation. Yep. All right. So forget the whole weapon thing. The flow of radiation. They're going to shoot you with radiation. Well, they're going to shoot everybody with radiation. Wait, wait. But see, they're they're tricking you, Dave. They're they're tricking you. They're they're tricking the people in this article. Because they're talking about how this uh, machine reads terahertz, and that is the natural energy emitted from human beings. So they're, they're, they're confusing the average person that doesn't know or would look into this more uh, as to what they're doing. Because they're using a radiation that they're admitting to read the, what you're putting out is what you're saying. I'm, I'm just uh, saying. So, say, so, so you're saying it's, it's actually reading. I, I, I find that. It's reading your energy. Suspect. 
It's your reading. So in other words, emissions. they're not irradiating you. They're they're just they're they're reading your radiation. That's what they're saying. And whatever blocks it, they're gonna they're gonna uh, stop and frisk you. So let's say, I, all right. So you know, there's there's now there's a hole in the in the market here. Is now we can come up with terahertz blocking clothing, so that from neck to shoes, you know, thing. So so what are they gonna they're gonna they're gonna and that's what that's what's fucking gonna happen. That's what's gonna piss me off and fuck New York is if I came up with, with clothing that did that and I'm walking down the street Dania. and none of my nothing is flowing, they're gonna they're gonna stop and frisk me. Yep. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make him a T-shirt made completely of aluminum foil. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll make you a pantsuit. <laughs> I don't have the article. I don't have the article pulled, um, but I did read one earlier this week. It was on Drudge Report uh, about uh, a new hood that can make you invisible to drones. Yeah, I saw that. Did too. Did you see that one? I didn't really read too much into it. I just kind of grazed over it. You know. It's, like you said, it, it, every time they do something, it, it brings up new technology. They had uh, they, they they had the inserts for the uh, body scanners. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw those and, and the they stickers, were, yeah, yeah. You'd, well, they, you'd put it inside your underwear to cover your private parts, and some of them had like designs that would co- show up and different things like that. I think I saw one that said, you know, the TSA sucks or something like that when it came up yeah, on the yeah. screen. Um, so yeah, it was interesting. Well, they're getting rid of all those, by the way. Which, oh yeah, I think. We were supposed to touch on that last week. We never got a chance to touch on it, but they're, they're taking all those those machines out now. What they had them in there for four years. Uh, well, the on- cost of hundreds of millions of dollars. Now they're saying, well, the company's not being honest with us. We're taking them out. Yeah, and and uh, who who was it? Oh, Chernoff. Chernoff used to to be Michael Chernoff. Yeah, used to be in the government, and and is the CEO of that company that makes them, and yeah. they were they were ready. To be distributed right as the underwear bomber happened, and this contract were already signed. You would almost think that the underwear bomber was a was a false flag. No, it couldn't have been. You're oh. kidding me. That's not possible. No, they, they would never do. No, that. Kurt Haskell would say differently, though. I think he was on the airplane. He uh, he saw the whole thing. He tells you yep. about the guy with the video camera recording. Uh, Mut- oh, he's lying. Yeah, recording. What was it? Mutalib? Was that Mutalib? That one. All these stinking names trying to remember. And uh, none of them are easy to say to begin with. But yeah, there was a guy videotaping him from the second he walked on the plane until the second he was beat up. So that's kind of fishy. Just makes you wonder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. So uh, a little sidetrack again. That doesn't ever happen on the first Guess what? What? They don't have these in Honduras. They don't have have, The police don't have these little scanners in Honduras. Oh, no, they don't. I'll bet you. They don't have them here in Florida, though, either. Yet. Bonus! We have to bring up Honduras every week. Yeah, I have an agenda. You do. Everybody You're sticking has to an it, agenda. and I like it. I mm-hmm. like your agenda. It's a great one. It, it seems to be working now because almost everybody's, uh, you know, kind of open to the idea. Well, well, may not be Honduras, maybe somewhere else. Did you see that uh, Tina Turner is renouncing her United States citizenship? No, I didn't see that one. Really? Right, well, this just happened uh, the other day. She's uh, she's lived in Switzerland since the mid '90s with her her man, and uh, you got to live there for a certain amount of time for you to get uh, citizenship there. So she, apparently, she's getting her citizenship there and renouncing her citizenship in the United States. Now, I did a little checking on this, right? Because I I was thinking, why is she renouncing her United States citizenship? Because you don't have to. Actually, most people that that uh, can get a second citizenship or, or second uh, passport. Keep both. You want dual uh, citizenship because you actually have more rights 
than if you lived in one place. Well, she's trying to avoid taxes is all that is because she'd have to pay taxes in America. There you go. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So I, I did the checking. I found out that, yes, Switzerland and the United States, they will allow dual citizenship. There's no problem with that. So the fact that she's renouncing it is probably because the United States forces you to still pay tax on income that you make in a far-off land. And if, really? you, and if you've lived there for a decade and a half, they still, have, they still lay claim to your income. Now, if you don't think that's fucking slavery... I don't know. I don't know what I got to do to tell you that that you're a fucking slave. I mean, I didn't know that. I don't know if something's going to come back and bite me in the ass later on. But I mean, I lived abroad and worked for three years, and I didn't pay taxes here. Well, there, there's a number. You would have been uh, bought, you, caught by now. If you, if you make over ninety-one and a half thousand dollars, then you have to pay. A year. Yeah. Oh well, then you're, okay. Yeah, then you I'm good. Aren't even close. Yeah. Well. We weren't even close. I was making pretty good money there. <laughs> uh, you were making good money there? Yeah, you were spending it all, though. You really weren't saving any of it. <laughs> it was coming in and going out. <laughs> right, we're going we're to roll out here to a, to a quick little break. Um, you guys are listening to The First 52 on Raz Radio Live. If you want to join the... Well, we got Popeye coming up next. So let's do phone calls in the uh, third hour uh, from here, unless Popeye wants to do some calls. But Popeye will be joining us coming up next. Uh, follow us in the chat room, razradiolive.com forward slash chat, and uh, we'll be back with you in a couple minutes.
Are chemtrail geoengineering programs changing our weather and destroying our environment? Why in the world are they spraying? They want to create a storm in the southeast, then they'll start engineering out of the North Pacific. That's where the trailies will be. Find out why critics are calling Why in the World Are They Spray? The most important film that is revolutionizing the environmental movement. Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's just going to get worse until the point where we're not going to be able to grow anything at all unless it's a Monsanto genetically modified abiotic stress resistant seed. Why in the World Are They Spraying? New international version with languages available from around the world. Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's all about money, and weather is another form of commoditizing, a way the central command group can commoditize another form of our life. Why in the world are they spraying? And if you control the weather, you're going to control the planet. It's that simple. Hey, guys, it's Popeye from federaljack.com. You're listening to the first 52, where you can hear the inmates run the insane asylum.
Yep, here we are. Going into the second hour of the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. Uh, interesting first hour. Enjoyed the conversation. As usual, we always have a good flowing, uh, good time when we have a conversation like that. <clears throat> I was uh, scanning through uh, Facebook during the break, and, and a buddy of mine, Luke, uh, posted up a, a, a comment I just have to read out. It says, I'm so glad Hitler didn't take over the world. Just imagine playing Tetris with a SWAT sticker. That wouldn't work. So I got a good kick out of that. Got a nice little laugh. Um, let me bring down this music so we can bring Fortoad back in here. Fortoad, you still in there with me? Yes, I am. You know that's uh, when Luke does that, that's a, uh, that's a service. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. He's got a little yeah. service set up to do that. Kevin, Kevin, does, Kevin uses the same thing. Uh-huh. Kevin does the same oh, thing. so they're not really that witty, either one of them? No, not at all. Not at all. Well, I'd like to welcome to the show, we have our, our friend Popeye from FederalJack.com and Orion Talk Radio. Uh, how you doing, Popeye? What's up, guys? Uh, nice to have you on board with us. How have you been? Busy, I see. Yeah, I've been real busy trying to uh, you know, just keep everything flowing. You know, it's, uh, I'm learning how much of work this really is to, to keep these uh, stations up and running. Uh, this past week, we were uh, you up on the Bubba trial at all? I mean, I know it's... It's a sidebar thing, but have you heard anything about the Bubble Love Sponge trial? No. Okay. Uh, it's a shock jock. I'm sure you know who he is. Um, oh, I know who he is. I just don't. I don't pay attention to the the tro- any of the you know that that stuff. But go on. Well, it, I'm interested. You well, piqued my interest. It's actually an important thing. Uh, Bob and I talked about this also. Uh, the problem with this case is it's it, he's being sued for name calling for teasing. So this could be a big issue for the First Amendment. Um, and that's why I've been keeping, I mean, I'm a Bubba fan anyway, but that's why I've been really keeping up with it. Uh, because I do see a, a possibility of, of, uh, radio and TV being affected by people flagrantly being allowed to sue because I, I call you an asshole or, or I say your mom's a whore or, you know, something like that. And that's, this whole lawsuit is based off a of name calling and, and a radio war. Well, who's suing him? Is it like just some listener, or is it another radio show host? An- another DJ, uh, MJ, uh, MJ uh, Kelly, Todd Schnitt. Uh, when Bubba came back to Tampa in 2008, he went on a radio war with him and started making fun of him, making parodies about him, uh, really edging him and pushing him. And uh, this lawsuit's been going on for five years. It should have never even gotten to court. And it, it's actually at a trial. It's a, right waste, now. it's a waste of resources. I mean, <clears throat> look, when it comes down to it, uh, they'll battle it out in court. And I'm sure if he's got a good attorney, uh, this really won't go anywhere. Um, kind of makes you wonder why the other DJ brought the, uh, the, the suit to begin with. I mean, it's obviously he's got a personal issue with him. And, you know, I, I sometimes I don't think these people pay attention to w- the larger implications that stuff like this could have. Not meaning Bubba, meaning the dude that brought the, the lawsuit. You know what I'm saying? I, right. Sometimes I think people's egos play into things and they don't pay attention to the larger implications. Although there's already rules in place. So if it's slanderous and if he really was out there slandering, then there's already laws in place for that. So there really wouldn't be a reason for them to come up with a new law and say, well, you know, he said something slanderous and and libelous against this person. Well, if he did, then that'll come out in court, and there's already rules for that, and that's already against the law. So there's no reason to ban the First Amendment. So if they they start pulling this, you know, bully garbage, and, oh, you online bully Mm -hmm. shit, I can't stand that. You know what? You know what I tell people? Beat the shit out of the bully. 
<laughs> exactly. That's how you deal with the bully. You whoop the bully's ass in front of all the bully's friends, and then the bully won't pick on you anymore. That's okay? right. Yep, that's exactly the way to do it. Uh, let me introduce you, Popeye, to who else I have on with me. Uh, my wife is here with me, Lexi. Hey, Popeye. Hi, Lexi. And then I have my partner in crime, uh, Forto Jones. He's on the other end here. What's up there, hey, Forto? Have you guys? I think you guys might have communicated before in the past, possibly. I'm possibly, not sure. I'm not sure. Anyway, um, so yeah, I've been real busy getting the station up. The reason why I got in that tangent is because we've been broadcasting the uh, the stream, and I've actually had like triple my bandwidth because I've been getting like all these listeners out of nowhere listening to this trial. A lot of truck drivers are Bubba fans, so they've been wanting to hear it. Uh, so it's just been a hectic week for me. But yeah, uh, and you're busy yourself over on your end. I see. Uh, you know, a lot of stuff. You do your show four days a week now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, correct? Yep. Yep. And then sometimes I I slip a fifth day in there, and I'll take I'll take a because my archives, <clears throat> my show airs five days a week, Monday through Friday. I'm just live Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Tuesday and Thursday, it's uh, a rebroad for an hour from uh, eleven to midnight. But uh, sometimes I take that hour and I go live. It depends. I usually let the listeners know at the last minute too. It's never <laughs> it's never planned. It's usually like spur of the moment. Yeah, yeah. You I'm, know how it is, dude. You'll get a bug up your ass an hour before you you know your your archive or whatever is supposed to air of your show, and all of a sudden it's like, you know what? I want to go live. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Yeah, we did yeah, that. Just, we did that for the election. We we decided, you know what? Let's, we're just going to do election coverage tonight. Let's do it, and we just did it. You know. So yeah, you get that that bug every once in a while and want to do it. Uh, what's uh what's been well give us your sites again because we got federaljack.com i always screw up orion's site so why don't you give us them well there's oriontalkradio.com that's orion's uh website and then my site's federal <coughs> federaljack.com and then you can listen to my show down the rabbit hole there and it, every all my archives and everything are there in fact i just made a downloadable archive uh section so if you when you click on my archive page you can either click like there's links and it'll leave you the so the older ones go to a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. The newer ones I actually incorporated a a player into the site now. Nice. Uh, so now instead of sending the traffic you know back to YouTube, I send it to back to myself, but on a different page. And each each broadcast has its own post. Uh, and there's a link if you want to listen to it on the YouTube archive because that's still available. <clears throat> there's a link on that page for that. And then there's links to the Twitter, Facebook, anything. If I had a guest on any, any of their websites or anything that, you know, any, if they have a book or whatever. And then there's an embedded MP3 player right in the site now. So it plays it right off my server rather than me pushing you to go to YouTube. Because then, you know, YouTube, how many times have they dicked with people where they, me, I've lost what? <laughs> nine sites. Yeah. You had nine at one time. You had to develop up to nine. Because I remember I started with you, I think at number two, I think is when I found you. Wow, that one's yeah, that one's gone. Yeah, I think you said last time we talked about this, and this was months ago. We talked about this. Uh, you you still had four and five up, I believe. I just got well, five is gone. Okay, five. That gone. one got eradicated. But I I uh, what I did was two of my older channels, the the original Federal Jack Tube, and then Federal Jack Tube Number Four. Um, they were kind of uh, they got copyright strikes, and I left them alone. I just put them in the back and left them alone. Didn't touch them. And uh, within a couple, uh, well, usually according to, according to uh, what do you call it, YouTube, they say six months. If you don't have a, if you get a copyright strike, <clears throat> and then you don't have another one or anything for six months, <clears throat> they remove it. Okay. Yeah. So, 
these were older. They were like two years old. So they removed all the copyright strikes I had. And I went in and randomly checked them one day and I had full length uploads again. And I was like, awesome. Nice. So now I've separated it. Now I have one of them I use specifically for full length and the other one I use for shorter videos. And the one that I use for shorter videos already got another copyright strike on it. I mean, what? YouTube. Like that, they're on you. So what are they hitting decided, you for? Are they hitting you for news reports, or what are they? What are they hitting you with? It's not even my radio show. They don't hit my radio show. It's when you, because <coughs> I make sure I edit all the music and everything out, uh, and I, I even have to be selective about what I broadcast. It now that I'm doing it right from my server, and I have the you know the incorporated uh, MP3 player, and I'm going back and putting the older ones into the MP3 player uh, system as well, so it'll be easier for people. Uh, but there's certain shows that I know that like things that I play on air, if I want to play a clip, I know that there's certain things I can't play. And if I do want to play them, then I wouldn't be able to put that show up as a YouTube archive because it would catch a copyright strike in a blink. It's amazing. It's, it's computers that do it. It's not people, dude. Oh, I know. Yeah. Unless it's amazing how they bitches. do it. It's amazing how they do it though. It's, it's, you know, uh, you, you hear of this all the time. I, I, I and I know you're not a big fan of Alex Jones, but you know I, I, he talks all the time about. I guess one of his movies got a copyright infringement over his voice because somebody copyrighted his voice or something. I don't know if that's possible or feasible or if, if that's actual. But he talks you about know, that. That's that's happened where somebody you're. I've seen it with uh, JFK stuff too, and I, I've actually experienced it. Where back in the day, I you know I went on Jones' show once, and I I've had the chance of speaking with Alex off air. And he gave me permission to, you know, use any of his films for whatever I wanted to do, <clears throat> you know, up re-upload them to YouTube, whatever. And I had already had issues with YouTube where I had uploaded this, you know, one of his films here or there, and somebody would put a copyright claim on it for the music in it. And I'm like, dude, they developed all their own music, right? So there can't be, yeah, exactly. It's crazy. And, you know, I had a I had to contact him a few, few times. You know, their their YouTube guy that does the YouTube channel and say, hey, man, uh, just to let you know. They hit you it, know, yeah. They're doing this, and then he would, he he would uh, sometimes uh, he would either tell the guy or the guy would know it. To, you know, obviously know what to say already. And the first couple of times he had to go to the, their YouTube people had to go to Alex, and then they they finally figured out I guess an SOP or whatever. But I mean, it does happen to them. So that he's not making up. I know sometimes he does use hyperbole, but that's not hyperbole. He's being accurate when he says that. And I've seen it with other people too. Jeez. JFK. Uh, Eisenhower, go look up Eisenhower's farewell address on YouTube right now. One of you guys, while you have a chance, if you ha if you can do it while you're on while we're chatting, go yeah, look. Pull it up, Dave, I guarantee you. you, while you look it up, you'll see there's a, that little thing, you know, to buy it on Amazon or whatever. You'll see the link for the to you know, oh whatever, blah blah blah, copyrighted speech, whatever. You know, they do it with uh, music. It'll right. have the video, and then usually underneath it'll have a link. It'll tell you what who the artist is, and it'll have a link to Amazon or iTunes or whatever you, where you can buy the music. Right, right. Well, they they do that with speeches now. So JFK. Uh, so who's buying the rights to this though? Like who's who's getting paid for their voice for their speech? Good question. Who the who owns the rights to a speech to the American public from the president? <laughs> ah, that's just crazy. Um, what's your thought on uh? WikiLeaks and what came out today. Wait, hold, hold oh, on, yeah, hold on yeah, Dave, go ahead. Uh, Eisenhower's farewell address full on YouTube, 15 minutes. And right, right below it says, buy Dwight D. Eisenhower's complete farewell address <laughs> on Google Play or Amazon MP3. There you go, say. This is, it's copywritten to somebody and somebody's it selling is, it. Because I played it on air one night. I played the whole thing, right? And then I, when I uploaded the archives, I got hit with a copyright somewhere. And I had to fight them. I'm like, dude, that's public... 
access to that's public info. You can't. That's the president of the United States speaking to the people who <laughs> elected him and pay him. That's that's mine. That's public domain. Oh. You can't just copyright that. And they fought with me. And they fought with me. And they fought with me. And you know what they said? Too bad. YouTube took their side, and they they still. Who and I, you know, I'm not even sure it was like some LLC, whatever. I don't even know who the hell actually it is that has the money that gets the money from selling that MP3. Who who has the right to sell a piece of like public open info and, and not allow you to put it up for free in public consumption? It's a president speaking to the people, and they did the same thing with JFK too. Well, we know why, but we actually know why, Popeye, because they don't want it out there. They don't want people listening to it, so they're trying to stop it as much as they can. going to pay to listen to Eisenhower, right? People are going to be like, I don't want to pay for this crap. Right, exactly, exactly. Dave, did you have something? I saw you leaning up there. No, no, I'm good. Okay, I thought you, were, you had something there. So uh, I want to move on to this WikiLeaks thing. I read about it a little bit this morning. Uh, have you gotten up on this at all? Well, I know. I, I have my own personal feelings on WikiLeaks, but what happened today, because I've been... Unplugged, so you'll get my raw. Uh, they uh, hacked into the U.S. Um, com- uh, shit, what was it, Dave? Do you remember? I, I got to pull the article up. I didn't. Oh, you mean anonymous? It's not- uh, anonymous. Yeah, I'm sorry. Not WikiLeaks. Anonymous. I'm sorry. Why didn't you correct me before, Dave? That's your job, buddy. Come on. Because I didn't know where you were going with it. Because <laughs> I didn't know anything either. I meant anonymous. Yeah, not WikiLeaks. Anonymous. Oh, about their hacking into the the, the you know the whatever the hell it was one of the U.S. Uh, Commission of something. a Justice Department website or something, and they have information yeah. that so what? Don't threaten them. Release the shit. Stop threatening and just do it. Yeah, because what's the point of taking it if you're you know? I thought the whole point of taking this you don't information give up your hand. You just do shit. Was okay. to disseminate it out so people could learn the truth. I thought that's what it was for. Now I don't want them coming after me. That's for sure. But I'm just saying I thought that that's what the whole point was. You know, is to get the information and get it to us. Well, the, here's the question. I have I have actually a lot of hackers that listen to my broadcast, and I have hackers that are friends. I have hackers that, come on, you've heard them. Um, right. I have people from, that you know, people that are associated, I guess, with Anonymous who have messaged me. And when I've done broadcasts about this stuff, and a lot of people have told me the same things that, you know, I talked about, what, what I've talked about and what the other hackers I've brought on or have talked about are correct. The original group, Anonymous... <clears throat> was gutted and the original the original people were uh, a lot of them were arrested or uh, and if they were once they were taken into custody even if they weren't uh let's say charged or you know put in jail or anything a lot of times they pick up hackers like that and they what they do is once they arrest them they say hey come here we want you to come work for us and then you go work and then one of my friends when i was in the guard was a hacker and he you know he got in trouble and he ended up going into the military because he had gotten in trouble. And when he was in the military, he got approached by a guy in the CIA and said, "We and you know, opened up in a Manila folder, and he had his whole record and everything." And <laughs> my friend turned pale white because oh. he was a hacker, and they wanted him to come work for him. This is ten years ago. Don't think they're not still doing that. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I wouldn't wouldn't doubt it. They uh, well, recruit at universities. Well, this was in response to the uh, the guy that killed himself a week and a half ago. They were claiming. Um, that that's why they went after the Justice Department because the laws that uh, what what was that guy's name again, Dave? Do you remember off the top of your head? Aaron Schwartz, I think. Uh, Aaron, yeah, um, when, this was in response to his death. Well, uh, it, it could be. I mean, I don't know. I have I've only heard I've only got a chance. Like I said, I haven't been plugged in today, but who knows? I mean, it could be a legitimate thing. Look, you you kill why they 
when when the father said that the government killed his son, now people could take that two ways. They could say they could take that that the government pressured the kid into commit, you know, pressured him and the kid committed suicide. You know, and it, it, if you know someone has a history of uh, depression and stuff like that, and might have talked about suicide in the past, and then you push them with, a, 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 you, you know, just draconian sentences for doing nothing wrong the kid gave out information i mean this is what this is about when it comes down to it he gave out information i don't think he did anything wrong what the hell did he do that was so wrong oh he gave out information that well so people have to pay to get to it why why should people have to pay why is information only accessible to people that are either in a certain club or have the right amount of money to be able to grease the wheels to get access to that information. Because that's, they that, that's information they only want the people that can afford it to get. That's of like, course, but that's absolute and utter bullshit. And I think what the government did to that poor kid is just, it's, you know, it's it, just aside from uh, of who he was or anything, the fact that they went after a citizen of this country like that for doing something as innocuous as giving out information as opposed to, oh, I don't know, running guns and drugs and shit across the borders and i don't know i mean to me you know let's see drugs guns free information wow yeah i see which one deserves a felony you know (laughs) yeah exactly it's just retarded Uh, so if i uh if your question is do i think that it's you know uh it's legit i don't know i have to look into it i i I don't want to i never when it comes to stuff like this because there are legit anonymous actions and then there's the guy the feds that go out and do things and then pretend they're anonymous. It's just fed hackers that go out and do things and then, oh, we're anonymous. Right. I've had I've had hackers on to talk about this before. One of my friends, Winston Smith, is a hacker, and he's talked about how a lot of a lot of this anonymous stuff, even anonymous has said we didn't do a lot of these attacks that they get blamed for, they're like, we didn't do that. You ever see the videos on YouTube? They're like, uh, we didn't do that, just so you know. <laughs> we wanted to let you know we weren't involved. Uh, yeah, now that's – and, and – we see that, you know, uh, we see that in all different levels where infiltration uh, really does bad to movements. It 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 makes things go the wrong direction. It, it makes people look stupid, uh, and that's unfortunately why. Well, I don't like to call anything a movement or be a group or, or anything like that. I hate that. Um, but we all get- have. You, have you got a chance to read uh, any of David Ray Griffin's books? I've been through one of them. Um, if you ever get a chance, read. Cognitive infiltration. I saw you posted that somewhere this week. So uh, yes, yeah. I put it on Facebook. Yeah, I put it up there for a reason because it's important. You know, I thought I you know knew that the levels that these guys would steep you know steep down to and everything. But in that book, you hear in their own words. I mean, you hear Cass Sunstein talking about how they need to infiltrate nine eleven truth and uh, you know all these other conspiracy theory groups nope. and bring them down from within. They, I mean, that was this a proposal, and this was a couple years ago. Oh yeah, he's, now, he's a don't lovely one. You think one. that maybe they're employing such techniques? I mean, they did things back in the sixties. They, it was an operation they had called COINTELPRO. Yep. They went after the black. Well, they, I mean, they went after the Black Panthers. They went after MLK. They went after everybody with it. Malcolm X. Uh, but they and uh, they they really focused like all the harassment that Martin Luther King Jr. went through. That was all COINTELPRO. That was the federal government harassing him. I mean, the FBI was sending him letters pretending to be like somebody that was, you know, a follower or whatever, and, and go, you know, and saying, "Oh, we know that you're not really who you say you are. You, you know, you piece of garbage." Blah blah blah. And it was written. Obviously, honestly, it was. It was. If you read the letter, 
you can tell the the education level uh, of the person that wrote it compared to like if the government tried doing the same thing today. You know what I'm saying? Like f- fast forward 50 years to today and then try to see if uh, the wording would be the same. It wouldn't. I mean even the wording when they were calling him out, it was just very – it was uh, – uh, I, I don't want to make it sound stupid, but uh, for maybe people that don't get it, it was like the difference between now and reading the Constitution. Right. I mean even, they, even when they were bashing this guy, they still had a – a, a, a higher education about it, you know what I mean? Like right. if you if like you an listen age the speech. way people talk today, they you even even cops and government agents use slang and <laughs> pop culture terms for shit. Yep. Oh yeah, look at the videos of uh, Luke getting harassed by the cops. Uh, what was it five six years ago in New York City? You know they're like just talking thuggish, and you, you see it in the newer videos still even today. Uh, how how you see that in in the way they speak and talking well, look, about, look, look at the pool that they're fishing from, dude. Well, that's I true mean, too. You know, the, the, when you see these young cops that they don't understand the Constitution, people go, "I don't understand how these cops don't understand the Constitution." It's because they weren't taught it in school. That's why mm-hmm. you all their the basis for all of their education, their knowledge comes from when they're a child and when they're supposed to be being taught. Go look at the way they teach kids now in school compared to fifty years ago. Oh, it's scary. It's so. My son is seventeen. My oldest is seventeen. And I remember asking him uh, a few years ago about what he was learning in school. And do you know, in his school, they didn't teach anything in the history. I mean, they they breezed over the Constitution and everything, but they really started history at like eighteen sixty something or some bullshit like that. That's where the they started. War they usually start history with now. Yeah, it's ridiculous that they're mm-hmm. starting that late. They're not teaching what they need to know. I mean, we had to know the Magna Carta. We went all the way back to. Uh, the 1300s when I went to elementary school. Yep, and even we had a dumbed down education compared to like when my father went through. Like one of our one of the hosts over at Orion, his name is Ken. He's in his 60s, and he's a Vietnam vet era. Uh, he's a combat vet too from Vietnam, uh, Marine. And uh, we we had this conversation, and I asked him. We were on air, and I asked him. I said, Ken, compared to when you were a kid till now, would you say the edge, like the country itself, is just completely 180 degrees difference? And he's like, Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> oh yeah. And when he was a kid, they actually had to know who like the entire presidential cabinet was, oh. Congress. You know who your local representative was, state and and federal. Now you ask, you could show somebody a picture of Obama, and you'll be lucky if they actually know it's Obama, <laughs> even though he's. So well known because they be, they made him such a pop culture icon, which is what Brzezinski talked about doing—a right. cult of personality. Yep. That's how they always get into power like that. I mean, look what look what and, and people get mad when I start comparing Obama to Hitler, but it, it's very comparable because uh, he did the same thing. He was a pop of culture. He was Hitler a, was a leftist. Yeah, well, was a lot of people think that the Nazis. Oh, they're right wing. Eh. Oh. Does anybody know what Nazi stands for? Nazi was it was a shortened little term. It actually was the National Socialist Party. Oh, yeah. What? Hey, what was that second word? National what? Socialist. Socialist. It, it, not conservatives, right? I thought I heard Socialist right. Party. Well, and right. a lot of people don't realize that in the twenties and thirties, uh, before the the World War Two started. The Nazi Party was the third largest party in this country. You know, I don't know if I'm sure you're aware of that, but that yes. you know, that's like people don't even realize that. Do you, you know? know where the Nazis got their eugenics laws from? No, where from? Us. <laughs> Imagine that. 
everybody says, oh, my God, what the Nazis did with them when they were eugenics and they were, you know, oh, my God, they were such against Jews and, and they who were made against their labels? the crippled and the handicapped and the mentally retarded and the old. Yeah, you know who gave them those ideas? We did. Yep. And, and who developed their tracking system for the slaves? That would be the IBM. Yeah, IBM, first computer company. Ding, That's, ding, ding. Yeah, go imagine that one, right? <laughs> uh, and you brought up you brought up um, Operation Mockingbird from the '60s, and or not Oper- uh, Operation uh, COINTELPRO from the '60s, which led me to wanting to bring up uh, Operation Mockingbird because we were comparing how that's still in effect today, and a lot of people don't realize that these mainstream news outlets, uh, all the way up into including RT, because uh, people don't realize that that's just counter to what our propaganda is. Um, we still have Operation Mockingbird going on, whether they claim they ended it in the 70s or not. Yeah, so I wanted to bring up Operation... Of course. The the media is completely owned by the Central Intelligence Agency. Yeah. Uh, And that's funny. Do you uh, you listen to Lee Camp at all? Have you caught any of his stuff? Uh, A little bit of it. I mean, I I like his comedy. He's, you know, the George Carlin of our times. Uh, He's a funny guy. He's very funny. I don't agree with everything he says. I mean, and I always like to say that when I I talk about him. Yeah, but you don't have to agree with everything he says. Look, first of all, just because you like the guy doesn't mean you agree with every little thing he says. I can't stand when people do that. Like, if I have a guest on, people go, well, why did you have him on? Um, Because I do a radio broadcast and I wanted to interview the guy. Why would I not have the person on? Like Jim Fetzer, he's a very polarizing figure in the 9-11 truth movement, okay? Right. Nobody, not many people agree with what he says. A lot, a lot of people do. A lot of people don't. So people, if, if they don't like Fetzer, like if I have him on, they'll, they'll get mad at me. Well, do you, do you think that you, you, you believe everything Fetzer says? No. Did you listen to the show? <laughs> well, no, I didn't listen to it. But, okay, so if you listen to it, you'll see that I even say to him on air, Jim, I don't agree with everything, but, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you can come on. And he'll debate me about things. And Jim's very uh, – one thing I'll give Professor Fetzer is at least when, when it comes to me, I've never had an issue with him, and we always have a good back and forth. Okay, and he's always willing to, you know, if I don't agree with him, he doesn't get all uppity about it and upset. He's willing to understand my my point of view too. You know what I mean? But I don't doesn't mean I agree with everything he says just because he comes on. So if you have somebody on, dude, right, or you mention somebody and somebody busts your balls and says, Sean, oh my God, I can't believe you you mentioned this person. Didn't you hear they said this one thing that pissed me off and you know five other people? Well, that's good. I'm glad you got pissed off over it. Move on. I mean, you're not, you know what I mean? You're not blowing the guy. All you're doing is saying, hey, I listen to his comedy. Doesn't right. mean you have to agree with everything he says. Right, exactly. Well, I have the same type of guy. I got a guy that, uh, have you ever heard of Brad Freeman? He does the Brad blog. Yes. Yeah, I've had him on a few times. Uh, he's on with Dangerous Conversation all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and him and I will go back and forth and we'll do it on Twitter, but you know what? We always end up just, we're still friends. We still can talk. We can still have an intelligent debate. Uh, we definitely don't agree with anything. I, I think there's very few things him and I agree on, <laughs> but it's fun, but it's fun and it's informative and everybody has Are you the saying right. You can't even agree that water is wet. <laughs> well, I guess I'd agree with that, with, with that on them, but, um, these people deserve a voice just as much. And if you don't listen to the information that they're providing, whether you agree or not, you, you can't be fully informed. You, you can't know what maybe your enemy, let's say, is thinking. Or maybe you might learn that, that you thought you didn't agree with him, but there's a few points that you know, maybe he's got a good point on or, or something along that, those lines. People want to see heated argument, right? This is one thing I get pissed off when people are like, well, you know, I don't like heated debate. If it's good debate, I'm not talking like... You know, you're a dickhead. Uh, right. You know, I effed your mom. That's not a debate. <laughs> now you've just, you know, 
I'm talking like going back and forth. You want to see heated debates? Go read the minutes from when they were talking about the Constitution. Oh, yeah, back in. They were talking about taking on the British. You want to you wanna talk about heated conversations? Go, go, re- go listen to the back and forth over this stuff or any of the other big legislative things or well, like, whatever you want to call it at the time that they were doing. Go Just go look at the meetings that they were having and the arguments they had. I mean, they had statesmen like wanting to duel each other and kill one another <laughs> over things. Well, you want to talk about po- heated political rhetoric. You know what I mean? Well, and that's what people, you know, you look at, uh, you'll see like America's Funniest or, or Dumbest Videos or whatever, and they'll have uh, a Chinese um, legislation go crazy and they're all beating the shit out of each other. Guess what? They're passionate. That's, that's not wrong. That's actually- Dude, I would pay. Can I be honest with you? I would have more respect for our senators and congressmen if they just said, ah, oh, fuck this, and just <laughs> threw down and started knocking each other. Like, if somebody walked up and punched Nancy Pelosi in the face, dude, I'd buy the guy a beer. <laughs> I would you know what I'm saying? Or Dianne Feinstein, as she's up uh. there grandstanding, somebody just runs up and drills her in the mouth. Bam! The Constitution! <laughs> yeah, it would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's just crazy to... So what what else is important on on your mind? What have you been really? Uh, I, I know we got the Connecticut shooting still in the wings. We don't have any answers on that. Uh, we've been beating that to death. I think everybody has this whole gun control thing is is ridiculously getting out of hand. Um, but what else is on your mind, or what what big guests have you had recently that really? Actually, uh, you guys mentioned one of my guests I just had on last night, Kurt Haskell. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Great him guy. and I were chatting, uh, and it was. I gotta tell you what, Kurt is the real deal. Uh, he is like a genuinely really nice guy. We ended up talking for almost two hours after I got off air last. Jeez, oh, <laughs> just just BSing off, you know, going back and forth, chatting about different things in our life or whatever, you know, going back and forth. Kurt's a really really nice guy, dude. And I gotta say, when that's why I brought him on because I already knew about, I knew who he was, and I, I knew his his story and what he talked about and everything. But uh, I had, in fact, um, part of the reason <clears throat> I had actually wanted to, I mean, I wanted to interview him. There were multiple reasons, but uh, one of the things uh, was my father. I had told him about the underwear bomber case, and he was like, "Oh, come on, you know, are you sure?" And I was like, "Dad." There was a guy that witnessed it and, you know, other people. And this guy flat out, you know, the, the FBI changed their story four or five times. And this guy, he, he stayed true to his story and he was on point. So it was cool that I was able – because my father heard the interview. He listens to my broadcast and he heard it last night. And, and when, when I was done, he just messaged me. He was like, wow. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Like, wow. Like, just holy crap. You know, he's – my dad's – uh, in his seventies, and he's waking up. Be- you know, and for him, it's it's rough because he's a Vietnam vet, and mm-hmm. he like he said to me a couple years back. He goes, "You have to understand something. If I accept what you're telling me to be fact, that means everything, almost everything I've known my whole life is bullshit. Yeah, that's-, that's really hard for me to take all at once. So you have to be patient with me. When he came to me like that, because I was really up in his face, like, Rah! remember we talked about that? Lexi actually came up with a term. What'd you call it? Like diarrhea of the mouth or whatever." Where you just start oh, spewing word. off truth facts. Yeah, it's word vomit. That's what it is. Word vomit. Ah! <laughs> I couldn't remember what the hell it was. You came up with some cool little thing. Word vomit. That's exactly what happens. You look at people and you're like, oh my god, 9-11 was an inside job. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do that all the time. I've gotten a lot better. I've really Since I've started doing the shows especially, that helps me not do that to everybody when I see them. Um, so that's been a big help. I want to play this clip real fast. Um, in 2008, um, 
Lee Camp was invited to, uh, and this was during the election, he was invited on Fox News. Have you ever seen this or heard this at all? No, I, I might have. I probably. Oh, is, is, was he the one that called them a festival of ignorance? Yeah, yeah. Let me play this real fast for our listeners uh, to, to get a good, good hear of it. <laughs> all right. Julia and Lee, we appreciate it. And I'm sure you guys are going to have a lot more jokes for the rest of the campaign here. Oh. They just keep going. What? Can, I, can I just ask a question? Sure. What, what is Fox News? It's just a parade of propaganda, isn't it? It's just a, it's just a festival of ignorance. What? Why, a million Fox people are dead in Iraq. Come on, this is ridiculous. What's the point of this? Um, this is insane. Well, I love, uh, go out, I love people Fox at home. News. Go outside. Go, go <laughs> hug Lee, your children. you should be more. Well, Fox you News. Be more be love your family. You know, and you get all the news. Yeah. Fox, you get all the news you can at Fox News. All right, thanks. And guys. I think, oh, okay. All right, that's it. All right. Yeah, that, that's We're also it. Talking about that's my favorite. How the guy handled it. You can get all the news you can at Fox News. Nobody even discusses a thing that he brought up. About all the dead Iraqi people, yep, and how insane this this whole war and all this bullshit is. Oh, don't bring that up though. Shh, shh, don't talk about that one. Bye-bye. Okay, Fox. that's it. <laughs> that's Fox it. News has all the news that you need, and then you hear the the other one in the background, whatever little news bimbet they had hanging out. I love background. Fox News. I love Fox News. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love Fox News. They're turning her mic up, turning his mic down. And she's like, I love Fox News. Oh, it's so great. You know, that's, I used to be, especially in 08, I was a real strong Republican. Uh, and I was a you know diehard Fox News watcher. I probably hated Lee Camp and don't even realize it. You know, because back then I wasn't really as focused. You probably thought, was, what a dick this liberal tart is going on. They should kick that guy's ass. I know. Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying probably. I know. <laughs> Dude, I was an idiot at one point when I was younger. Uh, it's crazy how you how you change. Uh, I've looked at how I've changed uh, since I've gotten into this, and you do you look at things differently, and then you look back at yourself, and you just go, "What, like, the, what the fuck, fuck was, was I thinking?" <laughs> Dude, I told my wife the other night, I was like, "If I could go back in time and beat the shit out of myself, and like in my mid twenties, I would." <laughs> do Actually, even times. when I was like a teenager, I'd go back and slap the shit out of myself a little bit. Yeah, I'd have to. I'd say about sixteen, seventeen is where I'd have to start slapping my ass around. And I look nothing like I did when I was a teenager, so I wouldn't even might like you know there wouldn't I wouldn't have to worry about the time paradox. Where, oh my god, you recognize yourself? Bullshit. On <laughs> 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 myself and knock myself the f out because I'm covered in tattoos now. I'd probably scare the shit out of my former self. I don't know. <laughs> Too funny. I'd roll up and drag myself into an alleyway, dude. What is wrong with you? Fortoed, you got any uh, anything you want to throw in? Because you're kind of like sitting there like you want to talk. No, I'm laughing. I, I just got my mic muted because I've been coughing. Oh, but, okay. uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I'm the same way because I caught myself uh, I don't know, probably five, six years ago. My mother was, was telling me all about, you know, technology and how it's invasive and all that shit. And I'm, I'm an IT guy, or I was. And I told her, and I can't believe I even said this, but I was like, if you've got nothing to fear or you've got nothing to hide, then don't worry about it. And now I'm quite the opposite, and I'm worse than she is now. Like, I don't give my email address, social security number. I don't carry, uh, if I go for a walk around, I don't take my fucking license with me. I'm ready for a conflict, conflict with a cop. I'm ready. You, you want know? one. And five years ago, I'd have been like, oh, no, don't do that. You know, you're such an asshole. Yeah, yeah. I should, I, all I got to do is go back five years and punch myself out. <laughs> uh, you probably threw yesterday. It's amazing, dude. Like, you, you know, I I know people now, like my wife was always very cocky and she didn't give a shit about like mouthing off to cops even when I first met her. And I, I used to be like the one that would be like, you need to chill out because you're going to get around. I, in fact, one time 
she was mouthing off to the cop during a, a situation, and the cop was like, you see why I want to arrest her? I'm like, I understand why you want to arrest her. I'm dating her. Trust me. I get it. I'm like, but you can't. So, yeah, please and, you don't. Know, and I, I was playing that attitude. You know, like, I'm very straightforward. And at the time, the city we lived in, I knew most of the cops because of the job I did. So the, the, the cops kind of, you know, even when they tried to play, I had a situation where she got shaken down by a cop once. <clears throat> South Beach cops in South Beach uh, in Miami are oh, yeah. dirty scumbags. Not all of them. There's some good ones. but that, they're, isn't they're, that where, They fired a lot of them. I know they fired a lot of the, the problem ones. So isn't that where the cop ran over the, the, the girl on the beach all on drunk? On the ATV, yeah, yeah. That was one of them. All right, yeah, yeah, they fired those two morons. Yeah, idiots. Go ahead. Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, well, that, that, that's that mentality, right? So that, that whole <clears> – <throat> that's the way these cops are. So – I don't know, about eight years ago. Was it eight years ago? Yeah, seven years that. ago. Maybe between like six and seven years ago. My wife, uh, she still does it. She walks dogs for side money. You know, she has, she's had a company, you know, for a while doing this. So she was putting up stickers on the light poles. Now, I know people could say, well, you know, technically, Popeye, that's graffiti. And look, let's get real. If, if anybody's ever been to South Beach, okay. <laughs> There's graffiti and stickers and Signs. shit wheat pasted all over the place, okay? Flyers. And I know the residents of South Beach get their friggin' vaginas all sandy over it and everything. I used to live down there. I know I used to hear the bullshit, okay? But <clears throat> if they, you know, on the light poles and stuff, they'll put them up. And, okay, it's just a sticker. At the end of the day, you could have I, – I see what they do. They go out with chrome and silver paint, and they, and they spray over it, and you don't see it anyway. So what's the big goddamn deal? It's just a sticker, right? It, so the cop shakes her down, and she comes home crying. Now, <clears throat> she only had 20 bucks on her, so that's what he made her give because what happened was a cop saw her doing it. She put a sticker up, and he, he told her if uh, she, he was going to arrest her if she didn't give him whatever money she had on him. <laughs> And she was scared shitless. And what? I mean, it was that what? dude. It was Wait that blatant. Say that yeah. again. A cop shook her down for money. Yeah. So, well, <laughs> wait. Check this out. It gets better. So my wife and my wife's not a liar. Okay. She's any my my wife's a lot of things, but she uh, she is not a liar. And she you know she just she wouldn't make up a story like that. And to this day, she still says, "I swear to God, it happened." So I mean, it's not like you know. She said to me years later, "Oh, I was, you know, I made that up or whatever." But no, the story and the story's never changed. It's always been the same thing. So you know what I mean? It's you could tell when someone's bullshitting. And she came home and she was a hysterical mess. And I said, "What the fuck happened?" And she told me. And she was like, "Oh, I just got shook down by a cop, dude." I'm gonna tell you what. I had to wait two hours before I went down to the police station, but I had to wait two hours because I was gonna go down there with a fucking baseball bat. I didn't give a shit that it was the police station. I was gonna walk in and I was gonna start cleaning fucking house. Unreal. That's how pissed off I was. And I said, you know what? <laughs> I better if wait. I do that, I'm going to jail. <laughs> yeah. Better yeah. breathe here uh, for a sec. <laughs> yes, I was angry. I was like, you know, who the fuck are you to shake down my wife? And you know, I don't, I don't like corrupt politicians, cops, whatever. If you're gonna do that job, then you be honest. You do the right thing or get the f out of the job, right? Right. So, uh, I calmed down and I went down. And I went down with her, and I, the one sergeant that came out, the duty sergeant, I knew him. And I knew the other cop that came out. They both knew me. But they started playing good cop, bad cop with my wife, who at the time I was, she was just my girlfriend. And they started playing good cop, bad cop with her. So every time bad cop would interject and try to get tough and in her face, I'd be like, bro, slow your roll, seriously. <laughs> and he would look at me, and I would be like, dude, not putting up with that shit. Right. I'm this- here to file a complaint. I'm not here to watch her get badgered. Right, exactly. And, and they still, you know, at that point, they said, well, you can file a complaint. But 
I knew that if she filed a complaint and pushed it, that they would harass her. And they knew where we worked. So I said, uh, we, I took care of it on a different level because I have friends that are cops. Uh, so I, it was I handled. took care of it through backdoor channels rather than, cause I had actually the, uh, what do they call it? The internal services would have internal affairs. Called. Yeah. Uh, they, they contacted us and asked and asked her if she wanted to, uh, you know, push it. And, uh, she told them she flat out. She said, honestly, I would, but, uh, I feel that you guys won't be able to protect me well enough from your own police officer. So, and they're like, no, 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 no. And she's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Go figure it out on your own. Well, I'm not getting she's involved like, with this. No, thanks. I don't need that bullshit in my <laughs> life, basically. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I have family that lives out there. I get out there every once in that area. So I, I know the area. So uh, last time we talked, um, you were looking at relocating. Has that happened? Uh, no, I decided actually on staying where I am for right now. Uh, I'm huh. trying to, because where I was going to relocate to, I was going uh, to rent. And there were a few issues, and I'm I'm actually trying to buy a piece of land, so I'm waiting. You're gonna stay in Florida, though. Um, you know, I haven't decided if I. My issue, dude. You know, you live in Florida. My issue. There's a lot of different pain in the ass things with owning a place in Florida yeah. as opposed to renting. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah, you got like, the home. You own a place. There's a lot of pain in the ass issues you have to deal with. Not that there aren't in any time you own a house. I mean, I love fixing stuff and and doing that kind of shit, but. Like her, you know, my biggest thing down here is, especially since we had that, that like two years, two, three years where we kept getting hurricanes and they, you know, they were dicking, obviously they were dicking around doing something because the storms were doing U-turns and shit in the Gulf. Remember that year? Yep. Well, that was before I was down here. Was the year Katrina was, or, yeah. was rolling around. Yep. So they, when they were dicking with all the storms that year, doing whatever they were doing and after Florida got hit like 15 times, they the a lot of insurance companies said, peace, we're out. We're not giving homeowners insurance. That's a big so problem. So now there's less insurance companies down here. So now it's like you <laughs> you get raped in the ass on insurance. you got to pay whatever you're going to pay. And that's it. You know, you know how it is. You live in Florida. Yeah, it's balanced out a little. I rent still. so But, yeah, my parents own a house here, so I get it. Uh, it it's balanced out a little better from what I understand. Uh, but you got to realize where I live, I'm right, like, 14 miles from where the eye of Charlie came in. So I'm right outside that hole. And we still have areas around here that still have blue tarp up, believe it or not. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, You ain't got to tell me. (laughs) Hurricane Wilma hit here, what, seven years ago? And there's still still things that I've seen that are ripped apart and shredded. And you're like, really, dude? Yeah, I know, right? At least knock it down or something. (laughs) Dude, in South Beach, there's a, a, a hospital that at the time it was a functioning hospital. It was called South Shore Hospital. Now, it was a shitty hospital, and I wouldn't send my worst enemy there, you know, even if I had been the one that shot him or injured him or whatever, I wouldn't send him over there because the guy wouldn't make it, okay? So I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend anybody go there, but you don't have to worry about that anymore because Hurricane Wilma came through, blew out windows, screwed the hospital up, flooded part, portions of it because it was it, the whole thing was just glass, and they, they obviously didn't take any preparations. I mean, what kind of dickhead builds a building with, like, all glass exterior in <laughs> and hurricane, hurricane central area? Like, you're a dick. I'm sorry. You're a dick. If you don't, if you don't think when you build the building <clears throat> that eventually – it's going to have to endure a storm and that you should put some hurricane shutters on it. You deserve whatever happens to your building. Right. And if anybody gets hurt as a result of it, you should be sued because you're a dick. You should be held accountable. Just like, hey, as we're t- I don't want to change subject. I-, I do this a lot. I starburst a lot. That's all right. Uh, uh, and then I forget what I was going to starburst about. Shit. Um, damn it. 
I hate when that happens. Go ahead. Part. You got to stop doing shows drunk. <laughs> I'm not. I've only had like two beers. I'm, I'm being well regulated. I'm being good. <laughs> I've seen you <laughs> think like four or five times already. No, 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 no. You have run a camera, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hide from him. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Continue that. And if it pops back in my head. <laughs> Every time you tip on back, I'm like, God, I, mean, I want to drink. <laughs> go ahead, Popeye. It'll pop back in, I'm sure. Well, no, it's just that, that building is useless now. It's been destroyed. It's been sitting there seven years later. It's just sitting there. And they, I, in fact, I, I haven't. We we moved away from South Beach uh, a couple of years ago, but uh, I had to go down to uh, the beach recently, a couple of days ago, and I had to go down there uh, for business. And when I went down well, for my wife for business, I and I drove her down there. And when we went down there, we drove past the old hospital, and it's still sitting there, windows blown out and shit. And you wow. know, I. Every once in a while, you can see they've replaced a piece of wood or whatever in one of the windows because it eventually wow. rotted out. But it's been sitting there for seven years, and she's like, I can't believe they haven't done anything with it. Oh. And I, I don't know why. I, I, well, I told her I have a good idea why nobody's bought it up and turned it into condos yet because you know, that was one of the things like, oh, I'm surprised they haven't put condos up. Uh, if it was death. a hospital, there's yeah. probably a lot of like waste and shit probably still oh. in the pipes, and there's probably a lot of uh, health regulations to demolishing that bitch. Plus – if they want to drop that thing down, the area that it's in, it's in such a clustered area in order to take that. They'd be – it would be easier for them. Be a Honestly, giant it would, biohazard bomb. Yeah, I mean they, if they control demo it, it's not, it's not super tall, but it's just at that height that it's like – you know how usually they can use – uh, construction equipment to tear shit apart if right. it's not too tall. Right. This thing's like, I would say, twice the height that you could do that with. So it's in that area like, oh, fuck, what do you do? You know? it's. I would say it's at least seven stories, six, seven stories tall, if not taller. It's just a little so, too big. And it's it's jammed right in this, the, the middle of what where it used to be. It was, it was the only building, a, an empty lot, and then a 7-Eleven. But in the past seven, eight years, they came in and they built all these high-rise condos and shit around it. So now this – now now what do you do with this thing? Like, huh, dicks, you should have bought that thing before and brought it down. But it was still a functioning hospital when they built all this shit up. So they built all this shit up around it. It was still a functioning hospital. Hurricane comes in, no longer a functioning hospital, and now it's just an eyesore sitting there and they can't do shit with it. You know, they should talk to the guys that did the demolition at nine on nine eleven. I mean, they could well, get yeah, that. Just building. call Larry Silverstein. Yeah. Be like, how did you guys drop that shit in such a tight area? <laughs> exactly. They could figure it out. I'm sure they could get it right. done. They really want to control demolition Inc. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> all right. So, uh, what else do we got here that's important on Popeye's mind? What have you been following? You know, again, I know the shootings out there, and I don't want to ran into that because i got gun control shit we're going to get into in the third hour uh but what else uh you know in the last couple minutes here what else has been really on the front forefront of your mind uh j- dude my brain has been so racked with every i mean i've been fighting the, the gun control thing you know a lot of people uh they they took different angles my whole approach was just to prove a two approaches one to to point out the fact that yes guns can be used in self defense and i try i tried to oversaturate uh, the airwaves with many different cases and examples of that and then i tried to remind people and that's what i've been doing now is that at the end of the day the second amendment is not about self defense at all at least like the way you'd think it's not about well i have the right to defend myself in my home 
dude, when the Second Amendment was written, they didn't question if they shot somebody for breaking in your house. You shot them. Right. If you were on someone's land, you got shot. Okay? That's the way it was. So there wasn't a question about, oh, do you have the right? No, you have the right to defend your home and yourself in your home. End of story. It doesn't matter what bullshit, regular, state, local laws, whatever. If Is they your gun registered, they, and do you have a carry permit? Yeah, and... all that bullshit. <laughs> the none of that is to put – all that shit is technically unconstitutional. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Even, even us being required down here in Florida to get a concealed weapons permit if we want to carry a gun. Did you, you know? feel that your life was in danger when that man <laughs> broke into your house? <laughs> well, right? like, oh, what are you fucking stupid? <laughs> well, we know it. We know it's well, a tracking. Let me ask you something. How do you feel about the Brady campaign's thing? About they have they, there was a uh, a poster, or a picture, whatever the fuck it is. It's floating around. There's a chick. She's like sitting on her ass, and she's got her knees into her chest, and she's got her arms wrapped around. You know, like around her her legs and her head in her legs and then her hands on top of her head and it says obviously she's in some sort of traumatic stressed out state right and it says rape lasts 30 seconds murder lasts a lifetime no crime is worth taking another person's life i was like what what what, what? wow You're saying that a chick should just lay there and take it oh. fuck that oh. if a guy tries to rape you you do whatever you got to fucking do. If that entails biting his cock off, you bite <laughs> it off and spit it in his fucking face, okay? You do what you got to fucking do. You got to you stab him, beat him, shoot him, do it, drag him with a pickup truck. I don't give a fuck. Throw him off the side of the Grand Canyon. Whatever you got to do to get away from a rapist and protect yourself, you do. You fucking Brady campaign. It just outrages me. Well, we knew this was coming with them because if you recall, I think it was like a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago. Uh, Obama told them, don't worry, we'll get the guns. You know, do you remember that, when he told them that in a private conversation? Yeah. Yeah, so he's working on it. He's trying to do what, what he promised them they, that he would do. Um, so it's just a scary... I hate to say scary because I'm not scared, but it, it's a scary situation that we're looking at this. It's, again, comparing it to Hitler. What's well, the next thing he did? promising executive order. I mean, he has full intent of getting this through. Well, the orders he came out with weren't... I mean, they suck, but they weren't uh, what an executive order would be. Uh, and they're, they're playing with the words in this. What do you think, Papa? Do you think they're playing with the words on that whole, uh, what do they call them? Not a, they call them executive... Uh, um, executive actions. Act, was it actions? I don't, think, I don't think the president has, the, like... The, this one thing that pisses me off. The founders should have made it, like, evidently clear in the Constitution. You can, I mean, I know that they, they, they did, but... They, I, I wish that somebody would have had the foresight that well maybe he'll try to be a king and do some sort of kingly type thing and no you know no decrees or some shit they should have put in there because that's basically what an executive action is an executive order is like a pre, like a, a decree from the king you know, oh you know whatever you're fucked I'm the king boom you know that's it that's basically what it is right. whatever maybe he they says goes that's maybe bullshit. they didn't foresee American people in that time period electing a fucking dictator i mean well honestly lexi i think you hit the nail on the head i think they actually didn't i don't think they foresaw the apathy of the american people but people need to understand the reason for that apathy because the country has been dumbed down literally over the course of years and i'm talking like like i said 50 60 years again my buddy ken hildebrand you know he if you if you even listening to his show you'll hear how he's from a different era 
You know what I mean? He's from that era where yeah. you didn't just break up with your wife if you were married and you guys had issues. You worked on that shit. Right. Nowadays, people are like, oh, you farted in bed last night. I'm getting a fucking divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. It's ridiculous. And that shit is pushed out there through the media and stuff. It's to destroy the family. The goal is the same. They need all of us at the end of the day. It, whether it's destroying destruction of the family, you know, separating via color, race, whatever, you know, it doesn't matter. They they need us separated from each other, okay? And, and family, even religion, whether people like it or not, uh, relationships, love, all that stuff keeps people together. That's why that's the shit that they constantly attack. Now, I'm not saying religion is not fucked up and mainstream religions need to be investigated and, you know, that's a whole side issue. But religion itself has the, the what it does is it allows people to come together as a group and you know find something common with one another. So it doesn't matter if there's a black guy, a white guy, an Asian guy, <clears throat> and they all go to the same church. If they're all Christians, then they're all Christians, you know, and they all believe Jesus Christ and and God and the Bible and everything else. So they all get along based off of that basis, and then they can kind of identify with one another. They, the powers that shouldn't be, don't want that. They don't want you and me and Lexi and everybody else and Fortoad and everybody else listening to identify with one another. They don't want that shit. They certainly don't want this free flow of conversation and information going. Why do you think Jay Rockefeller was like, perhaps the internet should have never existed? <laughs> perhaps. Perhaps. Or maybe we should have shared it with the people. And he got called out. That's why. Yeah. That's, it's, it's a scary world we are living in right now. There's crazy things going on that we're seeing. I was saying earlier, before you came on with this, I, I think it's becoming extremely evident to people. I, I think it, it, they're just becoming so sloppy with what they're doing, and they're trying, I, I think, to speed it up, and, and they're making it too obvious. We're seeing what they're doing. It's, it's, and people that aren't crazy conspiracy theorists like us are seeing it. You know, people are questioning this shooting in Connecticut thanks to this video that's out. You know, people that would never have talked about these things are questioning what happened there. My biggest thing with that, just show us the fucking videos. Show us well, the picture of the kids. That's all they'd have to do and to get rid of a lot of questions about a lot of things going back, you know, 9-11, Princess Diana's death, uh, Oklahoma City, uh, you know, fast forward to uh, today with any of these shootings. Yeah. What about the video from the Colorado uh, or Colorado? Yep. Where, where's that? What about, I mean, there's obviously video in the school. Where's that? Oh, well, we're... We don't want to release it. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. I don't want to hear someone's family or mother or father is going to get upset. We're trying to. We're trying not to offend people. That that's bullshit. That's a illegitimate argument. That, people need to understand that's an appeal to emotion. Yep. That's what that is. That is bullshit. Okay. They have to give us the information. Okay. There is no two. What's about it? I don't want to hear any bullshit from these people. I'm so tired of that. Oh, it's for the families. You don't give a shit about kids, first of all, okay? Or you wouldn't be trafficking them in and raping them and shit, okay? Go look up the Franklin cover-up if anybody's wondering what I'm talking about. White and slave. then ask me again if our politicians really care about <laughs> our kids. Right. Uh, Halliburton's in part of that and uh, and all those little other agencies. Dimecore. Dimecore. They yep. know that... that dude, Timecore, you know, one of the things that WikiLeaks released that came out through these cables a couple of years ago that they were pissed off that they came out. You know, all this information came out and you don't have the right to look at the information. Hmm, maybe we should look at the information and see why they're mad. <laughs> oh, 
oh, DynCorp was trafficking children to the Afghans. They were bringing in kids from here, from here, mm -hmm. the states, kidnapping children and bringing them over to Afghanistan. Okay. And, and let's let's explain to people. Let, let's explain to people how they were doing this because most people don't understand that a lot of the CPS in this country is private industry, and a lot of the one of the main people doing it is who, DynCorp. Yep. So, so I mean, what you don't think that just if one big corporation owns different little sub, you know, companies or whatever, you don't think that those different companies are going to work going to work together? That's how the CIA does things. Yep. The CIA, and you don't think that the intelligence agencies have any any hands in DynCorp or any of the rest of these? Come on. <laughs> it's a revolving door, just like we were talking earlier about the FDA and the government or, or any of these, these agencies um, that are responsible for things. They're, they always rotate from the, the government agency to the company doing the thing the agency is supposed to be protecting us from, if it's really you know there where, to protect us. You know where intelligence agencies even come from? Uh, I would say Most the people don't even know. They think that it's like some sort of governmental function that the government just came up with. No, no. Tell me where, because I don't. I'm confused. Intelligence I... agencies date back to you know hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. And, I mean, even even pharaohs had their own little intelligence spies and stuff like that, and their little spy groups and networks and stuff. But the the way that we know them today, their basis, and it's not the, the OSS or anything like that, because this shit goes back even further than that. This the these elitist families and stuff, they always had their own little intelligence gathering guys and groups. Whether it was one guy or a guy who might have had three or four people working for him, and over the you know throughout the centuries, that's how they always had a one up on their competitor. Or on somebody that even if they were all sitting at the same table, they might not like. That's how they knew shit about one another. Uh, they they always had these little groups. They sometimes they would even one of them might be an assassin here or there. But all these intelligence agencies that countries have today, as we know them, all stem from these shady organizations, these shady families that still run things. Okay, whose bloodlines go back to Egypt and stuff like that. Right? They they all had these. It, it's not. The, gov the, the agency that you think the CIA is is not, okay? It, it, first of all, do you even have you ever seen The Good Shepherd? Long time ago. It's been a long time. Hey, go watch the movie again. It's actually very factually correct. I was surprised Matt Damon was allowed to, you know, obviously they, they were putting it out there for you to, to, to know. That's just so, entertainment, Popeye. Come on. That, that <laughs> movie is almost to the T factually correct about how they, <clears throat> they uh, the CIA, you know, came up. And the people, uh, you know, at least surrounding the people that started it. And a lot of these people, yes, they were bonesmen. Okay, secret society again. Mm -hmm. Secret society. Who's connected to these secret societies? These wealthy families. You see what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, it's these inner circles and stuff and these groups like that that formed what we know today as the CIA and all this other shit. Well, you know what I always say? I, this is one of my little – and it's obviously on this show I say it. But, um, you know, it's like they're having a big circle jerk and we're all getting to come on our face. You know that's that's what this families are doing. They're just they're just they're jerking off all over us. You know, uh, and, oh, and oh, that's gross. <laughs> that's so disgusting. And one of my favorite books that I've read is The Secret Team by Fletcher Prouty. Uh, that's great if you if you want to get an education. I'm sure you've read it, Popeye. But to the listeners, if you want to get an education on the CIA, uh, that's a really good book written on the inside uh, of the CIA. He has uh, a second book too, the JFK one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have that one also. I haven't gotten through that full one yet, but uh, yeah, the, his books are great. Um, Fletcher's um, 
uh, I guess for lack of a better term, you, I, you'd call him one of my heroes. Uh, I would have loved to have sit down and picked his brain, but oh. I did get a chance actually recently, and actually he's coming back on in a couple of weeks, um, Leno Senek, the host of Black Op Radio. He had the, uh, the opportunity to sit down with Colonel Prouty and uh, interview him over the course of years, and Len built Len's entire archive, like the 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 I call it the official Colonel Prouty archive. Uh, you know, it has it. That's where all of the pretty much the best interviews with Colonel Prouty are, and he he's got a couple interviews that he might have done if he went on on the radio show or something. But um, and if it wasn't covered, if the topics that he talked about really weren't covered. Uh, with Len, or if it was just an, you know a really great interview. Other than that, it's pretty much all the stuff that Len's done with him over the years before he passed away. What's and that it su- is amazing. What's that site again? Prouty dot org, p r o u t y dot o r g. All right, I and the other, and then you can just look at blackopradio.com. His name is Len Osenek. He's a really cool guy. He, I'm just writing that down. Sorry, I wasn't. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. That's cool. I had him on like uh, I don't know. I'll send. I'll drop the link to you. I had him on like two weeks ago. You should. He's really cool. We went over Prouty and like I let Len because he knows. You know, he's the best person to have on about him because I I sat and you know you I could read and talk about him which I have and I've sat there and done that or I could sit and bring Len on who actually got a chance to talk to Colonel Prouty and he know him. and he knew him right like they were friends so. He got a, you know, he he they developed a friendship over the years, so he got a chance to actually know him as a person. So, Prouty, dude, I would love to pick his brain on nine eleven. I guarantee you, he'd be like, he'd be like, oh, false flag. Well, I'd like to, I'd actually like to to start with JFK with him I and mean, the audio tapes of him with his confession and everything. I I just I would love to to get the truth behind. Let's start there because we could really get the truth out on that the rest of it doesn't seem so crazy have you ever heard Prouty's stuff what he says about jfk uh, i've i've heard the clips from his deathbed confession but that was uh the only thing i've really heard no well that's e howard hunt was that oh that's right i'm sorry yeah no i haven't hunt, heard uh, yeah I was now hunt, hunt's kid is out there too hunt's kid has a new book out about well, he, um he went on the on all the talk what was it 2008 or 9 he came out and he was like on all the talk shows and it was a big deal that he was coming out but then they buried it well, yeah, got buried. You don't. Nobody. How many people? Have, you know, even my father, who knows who E. Howard Hunt is, right? I mean, some younger people might not know who he is. You know, my father was alive during Watergate, so he remembers. But uh, you know, I told him. I said, you know, E. Howard Hunt's kid uh, came out. I said he was the because I mentioned Hunt. How he and my father was like, well, he could have been. I said, well, according <laughs> to Hunt, he was. Well, not coulda. He was involved. And he was like, what do you mean? I said, well, he left deathbed confessions when he was dying, and. Um, his kid has come out, and I mean, there's audio tape of him saying that he did it. Now, I actually, do you know who John Hankey is? John Hankey, I'm sure I've heard the, the name. You ever see JFK two, the Bush Connection? JFK on no, YouTube. I oh no, I, I, I've gone past it, but John I haven't F. watched Jr. it. I've gone past that one, but I haven't watched it yet. Or Romney exposed, or anything like no. that. He's made a couple of movies. Um, I've I've had uh, who Hunt's son? Hank Hunt's son has made. A couple of movies. Those are the ones you're talking no, about. No, 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 no. John Hankey, the filmmaker, has made a couple oh, movies. Hankey. The reason I bring him up is because he he interviewed. Um, uh, I asked him his opinion. He's a he's very he's a JFK researcher, uh, well known. He's interviewed a lot of people, and I asked him what was his thoughts on on E. Howard Hunt's confession, and he says he thinks it's bullshit. Really? Yeah, he says he thinks it's like misinformation. It's put out there. Not that Hunt was you know 
you know, making it up just to be whatever he's, but he thinks it was put out there kind of like the muddy to waters or whatever. And that's not true. Kind of like, CIA. So I, you know, I, I, I personally, I think that the, the hunt confession is true, but that doesn't mean that that's a hundred percent accurate. I mean, that there's a lot of evidence that points to the fact that it's true. Right. Right. But what I, you know, I, I mean, and when you investigate it, it, the evidence says that it's true. Uh, but I do respect Hanky's opinion. Uh, you know what I mean. Either way, uh, even if I don't uh, personally uh, agree with it, but it is interesting. I res- you know I respect what he has to say about the assassination because he's very well uh, researched. So is he kind of going along the lines like once CIA, always CIA, and and Hunt was just finishing uh, off his job, kind of like that. And I I don't want to paraphrase too much because I don't quite remember. I'll I'll drop you a link to that interview too when we where, where I asked him about that. But uh, you'll hear him what he actually says. And it was it was only like a month and a half. To months ago it was back in like the end of november uh but uh i and i can't remember exactly what he said but he had the basis of it was that it was bullshit I'll and check it out i personally don't think so i personally think it's accurate but it doesn't mean that i'm right either you know <laughs> right I mean? or none of us can be sure to be right all the time exactly well, right. i have to throw that out there otherwise i'll you know i'll get <laughs> i'll get messages or comments or whatever you're telling yeah. not telling the truth yeah, right. Well, which side are you taking? I'm not taking any. I personally think that, you know, Hunt was uh, accurate in his deathbed confessions, but that doesn't mean that it's, you know. True. Right. Exactly. Don't, don't worry. If it's not true, it'll oh, you were pushing it. You're a shell. You'll get a link. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, Pop. I appreciate your time again, as always, man. It's always a blast to have you on. Um, let's go through your stuff again. You got federaljack.com, com. correct? I always screw that one up. No, you got that one correct. All right, good, That's good. Uh, <laughs> um, IanTalkRadio.com. And then my show is called Down the Rabbit Hole. Down the Rabbit Hole. And uh, it's on, uh, well, it's actually called Down the Rabbit Hole with Popeye, obviously. But it's, uh, <laughs> it's on from, it's on five days a week, live three of them, which is Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, 10 p.m. to midnight Eastern Standard Time. And then uh, the rebroads air. 11 to midnight on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then Sunday I'm live again uh, from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, that's, so, that's usually the one I can catch because I'm, I'm usually in bed by 10 or 11. And then, well, I, I put them all up on federaljack.com anyway. I have an archive section over there. And then, like I said, uh, I also post them so they'll be on the main front page there. But you can also go to the archive section and then click, and it brings you to the, the post on it. And then usually whatever I was talking about, there's links and stuff, too, at least in the newer stuff. The older stuff from, like, two years ago, I have to go back, and I have to update a lot of it and stuff. Get links. Excellent. So, well, excellent. I pre- again, I appreciate having you on. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, you know, Ryan's rocking, and, and I, you know, I pop it on. I'm a, I'm a live radio junkie. I don't really get the, the, the rebroads or the downloads and stuff like that. I kind of just stick with live as much as I can. Um, but, yeah, keep it up, man. Keep pushing. Well, uh, you too, man. I mean, look at look what you've uh, accomplished in a short, in a short period, period of time, time here. A very short so I was kind of thrown into it, and uh, we, uh, we accomplished it well. And uh, I'm happy with what I've done. And, uh, you know, I, I try to, to share, you know, a lot of on my website, I share a lot of articles from you and, from the Intel Hub and Alex, of course, and you know, I'm trying to get the word out just as much as everybody else is, you know. And um, we all just need to keep working hard and uh, try to get along. I agree. <laughs> uh, it, it, we have to we have to keep our eye on the ball right now because uh, 
they're uh, they're pushing they're pushing forward they're moving fast but like I I've said before the only reason why they're moving so fast dude is because they're definitely afraid yeah we're that, awakening that's why there's this huge push because they're they're scared shitless and they're they have nothing they realize that eventually when mankind awakens yeah you know, everybody thinks oh they're, they're afraid they're gonna come we're gonna come get them and round them up eh, that might be like a secondary thing but what they're basically afraid of is that when people wake up and and mass their way of life and the way of control and the old ways of doing things will become irrelevant like in the blink of an eye. I mean once pretty much everybody wakes up, it'll be – you'll have that awakening where it starts to speed up where more and more people are waking up faster and faster and faster. So nope. very quickly they will become irrelevant. Oh, completely. Everything. And they know yeah. it. Brzezinski said it. Matter of fact, when I come back from the break, guys, I'll pull the clip up and I'll play you them actually saying that because Brzezinski said that at a CFR meeting that the awakening has quickening, quickened. So uh, when we get back, we'll go over that. Popeye, again, I want to thank you. Everybody check out his stuff. Follow him on Twitter. Um, uh, DTHR underscore. It's DTRH underscore Popeye. There you go. Thank you. All right, Popeye. We'll talk to you soon, brother. Have a great evening. Thanks for having me on, dude. All right, bro. See ya. So there goes Popeye. Good guy. I love having him on. He he knows his stuff, and he can talk, man. Can he, Dave? I'm tired just listening to him. I, like, <laughs> I was watching you write stuff down. I'm like, good. I'm glad he's writing it down. Like, I, while he was talking, I was Googling shit. Like, I got to go, go find The Good Shepherd now. It's a movie that I want to see. Because I like, I like seeing um, major movies that have implications or that, that have kind of messages built into I, I I've seen so many things lately that I've rewatched. And holy shit, they're telling us right there. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I do it all the time. Lexi and I. How many times, honey, do I go, look, look, they told us about that. It's completely obnoxious trying to watch a movie anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the truth, honey? Come on. No, it's the truth. It's seriously. the truth? Seriously? Uh, we couldn't get through Avengers without you going... Fucking chemtrails. Chemtrails are everywhere. We're always seeing chemtrails. All right, guys, we're going to take a break here. A little late than normal. Popeye was here, and he can keep us going. We'll take some phone calls in the last hour, 941-421-0401. Again, we're still in the chat box, chatting away there. Uh, Well, not really chatting away, but come join us and chat with us. Uh, And uh, we'll have some more to talk about in the last 45 minutes as as we roll off into our break and, uh, and say goodbye to yet another weekend. Shot a cocaine and I shot my woman down. I went right home and I went to bed. I stuck at 1144 beneath my head. Got up next morning and I grabbed that gun. Took a shot of cocaine and away I run. Made a good run, but I run too slow. They overtook me down in Juarez, Mexico. Joints taking the pills and walked the sheriff from Jericho Hill. He said, Well, Ely, your name is not Jack Brown. You're the dirty hack that shot your woman down. And yes, oh, yes, my name is Willie Lee. If you've got a warrant, just to read it to me. Shut her down because she made me slow. I thought I was her daddy, but she had five more. I was dressed in black They put me on a train And they took me back 
Had no friend for to go my bail They slapped my dieter carcass in that county jail Early next morning about a half past nine I spied a sheriff coming down the line A tanny coughed as he cleared his throat He said, come on you dirty hack into that district court Into the courtroom my trial began Where I was handled by twelve honest men Just before the jury started out I saw that little judge come as to look about In about five minutes and walked a man Holding the verdict in his right hand The verdict read in the first degree I hollered, Lordy, Lordy, have mercy on me Judge, he smiled as he picked up his pen Ninety-nine years in the Folsom pen Ninety-nine years underneath that ground I can't forget the day I shut that bad bitch down Come on, you gotta listen unto me Lay off that whiskey and let that cocaine be These men have receptions, Matlocks, A50632, and Batshelder, A39879. They have receptions. This is Michael J. Murphy from Why in the World Are They Spraying? You're listening to The First 52.
Yeah, here we are. Going into the uh, last uh, 40 minutes or so of, Raz Ra- of uh, the first 52 on Raz Radio Live. Popeye is so much fun. Uh, he can talk. He's, he's got some great information. Uh, I love having him on. Uh, just He can go and go and go. Yeah, he almost has too much information. I know. Sometimes it can make your brain hurt after a while. You're like, ah. Oh. I like this Def- song. What were you going to say? Definitely. Oh, yeah. Make your brain hurt. My brain's hurting, and I'm not done hurting your brain yet. We got some more stuff to talk about. We'll stop fooling around now. <laughs> I just got a message from Popeye. I like being able to say fuck on the air, <laughs> laugh out loud. <laughs> yeah, because they can't do that over at Ryan, which is fine. You know, I, tonight we we kind of, I've been trying to reserve back a little bit. And I said that when we started Raz Radio and like nine, I kind of never really followed through with it. And, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to be able to, but it's also doesn't need to be there all the time and i try to not do it all the time and i like having people on though who can't do it who it, it's it's a pleasure for them because it makes them want to come on the show even more than you know <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah i don't know if i could do a show where i can't curse because it's just such a part of my life yeah and, well and that is hard i mean that it's it's basic it's just our, our vocabulary has been reduced uh through societal um plight so no, that our our our, our vocabulary has been reduced by the, the way society has gone. Because um, you go back to the fifties or the, the the forties, people didn't talk anywhere, and that's what Popeye was saying about the letter written. You know, people didn't talk like this then. Um, you know, it's just uh, we definitely, and we're seeing it worse now with with kids nowadays with their stupid emotion cons and BBRB or whatever the hell it is, and all these these. Letters that are supposed to mean like a whole fucking sentence, you know, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, my my son happens to be an expert level at that chat speak. Uh, he doesn't he doesn't capitalize. He doesn't do, use any punctuation, and he never spells anything right. But you you could actually kind of read what the message that he's saying. You know. But the problem is with it is they talk with it also. You know, like they they WTF. You know, like. They they talk the same way that they 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 text. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, twenty years from now, that's going to be the common language. Oh, oh God. God, it's it's white ebonics. Don't white say ebonics. That. That's not allowed. Don't say that. It's human race ebonics. I would say Ugh. it's not even white ebonics because uh, they're all everybody's using it. Get rid of that one. So, what are we going to do here? Oh, I wanted to. Uh, poke fun at one of our favorite people to poke fun at or at least one of my favorite people to poke fun at ah buzzy liked the music on that break figured you yeah, would I thought, buzzy. I, I thought you were playing that for him yeah the third i, I kind of make the second break uh, uh i try to come out of the conspiracy end of it a little bit and and have a little uh different music for people that i know out there like to hear something different you know you realize the music i play or people that support our my message um, they're hard workers. They need the publicity, 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 Notor- notoriety. <laughs> they need the notoriety. That's a lot easier to say. Um, and, and so that's <laughs> Thank why you, we, Dave. Yeah, thanks Dave. <laughs> so that's why we play their music. You know, you may not like it, 
but it's people I support and believe in, so that's why I play it. So uh, that's the reasoning behind it. I had to give you a reason, but that's the reasoning behind it. So I try to give some normal. I've been trying to throw some normal music in there, uh, should we say. Uh, I don't really think it's normal music. I mean, I love all, all, I love all music. Uh, I don't like uh, some of the newer stuff, though. I'll say that much. <clears throat> but I wanted to make fun of uh, of Pierce Morgan. Yeah. Oh wait, no. First, before I make fun of Pierce Morgan, I promised you guys a clip when we came out of the uh, out of the break, and I have that clip. So Pierce uh, Morgan, the dickhead Morgan. Pierce. It's not Pierce. It's Pierce. Like uh, you have a peer at the end of the at the end of your. No, no he likes to peer through the blinds and watch you with your wife. Is what he likes to do. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> So let's hear Brzezinski in his own words. And this is a six-minute clip, but I, I'm pretty sure he says it right in the beginning. I couldn't preview it before I brought it up, and I've seen it a hundred times. Um, so I just don't remember where it is in it, though. So let's hear in, in, in the elite's own words their concern about our uh, us awakening. Let me begin by making just a thumbnail definition of the geopolitical context in which we all find ourselves, including America. And in my perspective, that geopolitical context is very much defined by new, by two new global realities. The first is that global political leadership, by which I mean the role of certain leading powers in the world, has now become much more diversified, unlike what it was until relatively recently. Relatively recently still, the world was dominated by the Atlantic world, as it had been for many centuries. It no longer is. Today, the rise of the Far East has created a new, but much more differentiated global leadership. One which, in a nutshell, involves, if one can hazard, an arbitrary list of the primary players in the world scene, the United States, clearly, Maybe next to it, but maybe the European Union. I say maybe because it is not yet a political entity. Certainly, increasingly so, and visibly so, China. Russia, mainly in one respect only, because it is a nuclear power co-equal to the United States, but otherwise very deficient in all of the major indices of what constitutes global power. Behind Russia, perhaps individually, but to a much lesser extent, Germany, France, Great Britain, Japan, certainly, although it does not have a politically assertive posture, India is rising. And then in the background of that, we have the new entity of G20, a much more diversified global leadership, lacking internal unity, with many of its members in bilateral antagonisms. That makes the context much more complicated. And he uses very big words. The other major change in international affairs is that for the first time in all of human history, mankind is politically awakened. That's a total new reality. Total new reality. It has not been so for most of human history until the last 100 years. And in the course of the last 100 years, the whole world has become politically awakened. And no matter where you go, politics is a matter of social engagement. And most people know what is generally going on, generally going on in the world. Generally. And consciously aware of global iniquities, inequalities, 
lack of respect, exploitation. Huh. Wonder what that. I completely, I completely disagree. The combination of the two. What do you mean you completely disagree? I don't think there's enough people in this world that are waking up to what's going on. I agree, Dave. You know, I just, I, you know, you guys just at the very end of, you know, Popeye segment, you know, more and more people are becoming aware. I, I just don't see it, you know. Uh, yeah, maybe more and more people, maybe, you know, shows like this or his or, you know, all the other shows out there that, that are, uh, that have a similar message. Maybe they're getting more and more people listening. Right. But I don't think it's enough to make a difference. I think, you know, you start to surround yourself with like-minded people and then suddenly you feel, oh, well, there seems to be a much larger awareness going on. No, no, you're you're surrounding yourself with like-minded people, but at least 90% of the population doesn't even have a general understanding of of the larger scale of what's really going on. But the problem the problem is I have with that, though, is, honey, like you said, um, everybody was talking about the, the Sandy Hook conspiracy and what really happened there, and it's all... And I was taken aback by that. They were questioning it. They well, were talking about this documentary that we still haven't watched that, that had come <laughs> out and, and were blown away, and it was a big thing. But at the same time, they were like, but that doesn't mean that I agree with it. That doesn't mean that I think that it's... But they were talking about it, and I, I was really surprised. And this went on for a week and a half. It was... It was discussed heavily over terrestrial radio every day. And and I was I was quite surprised. I wouldn't have thought that that would have been discussed on, for lack of a better term, mainstream media, you know? Yeah, and I see that a lot. I'm actually looking for But that for doesn't mean that the mass sample. population is has a general understanding of what's going on societal-wise or globally. Well, I well, really don't think is, that is, they really do. The same thing with uh, like the 9-11 Truth Movement. They want another investigation. And they want the, 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 the entity that, that is causing the disinformation to revisit it. I'm like, why would you ask the entity that, that's controlling this information and that's fucking you to do it again? Exactly. You know? and, and that's, not, that's what's going to happen know. here. Is they, they're going to want the government to do it. Everybody wants the government to fix something. Meanwhile, they're the one that's breaking it. And they're breaking it on purpose. And asking... Uh, yeah, what, it's complete insanity this- to ask for the exact same thing to occur once again and expect a different result. Well, it's not going to happen. That's the definition. So. I mean, well, Ed, but that's what's happening. It, we're, we're completely insane to think that we'd get a different result by calling for another investigation. It's not going to happen. And even if it did, we're not going to get any kind of answer that would be any different from what we already have. All we could do is conspire and say that I'm not happy with those results and I question it. And I don't think that that's accurate. That's all you can do. A good percentage of the American population believes that there was a conspiracy in JFK. And is anything done about it? Mm-hmm. I just recently found out because, you know, uh, uh, just recently was Martin Luther King's uh, celebrated birthday. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, Popeye touched on it a bit that there was a, a letter that was sent. I just found out about that letter, that the letter was sent by the government to him and essentially telling him, you know, look, you're fucked up. The only way out is for you to kill yourself. And, you know, that's what alluded to. And uh, also that there was a guy, there's a famous picture 
uh, of after he got shot of a guy pointing to where the shooter was. Right. That guy that's doing the pointing works for the CIA. Oh, weird. You know? Couldn't see that Uh, happening. (laughs) That would never happen. And nobody's revisiting that. Nobody nobody really gives a shit that he's dead. Because it's called time has gone by and distraction and everything else. And people have moved along. It sucks. But that's what they count on is, you know, time and distraction. And that's their, that their key thing. The King family actually took a, went to, this, um, what's it, civil court? What do they call that? Anyway, yeah, they so. won in civil court and said, and they've admitted that they're, you know, that there was a conspiracy to kill. But no, most people don't know about that. Here's another thing I bet you most people don't know about. Now, let me ask you guys. Um, John Wilkes Booth. Mm-hmm. Lone, lone gunman, right? No. Did you know that there was a, it was an actual uh, conspiracy to kill the president, the vice president, and the secretary of state? I didn't know it went that, that deep. I knew there was more than one person, um, and I don't believe the whole boot, the booth thing. Booth. Wilkes yeah. Booth. General Wilkes Booth. General Wilkes Booth. Yeah, it's okay. You don't have to say the whole thing. That's right. My mouth doesn't work well sometimes. <laughs> it's great for radio when your mouth doesn't work well. I'm thinking. I'm trying to find something that I wanted to play, and it would be entertaining to you. But it would be, um, it would be fun to play. But I'll, I'll have to bring it up next week if I remember. There's a. a we were talking about things getting on the mainstream, <clears throat> and. Uh, yeah, but the, but the mainstream media means shit. I mean, it, it, it's the mainstream media that's that's corrupt. Well, I'm talking about the, I'm what? talking about things getting out on it. You know, like Lee Camp calling Fox News a you know lying pieces of shit. You know, on their airwaves. Or, yeah, but it gets buried and cut short. So what's the point in trying to evade mainstream? You want to oust it and replace it with our shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we do want to place it with our shit. Absolutely. <clears throat> um, trying to figure out where to go here. Oh, I wanted to do uh, um, our buddy uh, Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan. So did you hear about Piers Morgan? What about uh, him? That, that he, uh, oh, yeah, I know where you're going with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's look at the first clip here. Uh, well, let's bring this one up first here, and we'll, we'll see what this is. This will give us the baseline of where we're going. As you can see, I've been taking my clothes off, not just for Mimi's benefit, although she's rather enjoying it, because I'm about to have my first ever flu shot, and I thought I couldn't get a better guy than you to do it. So the myth about these, and I'm told it's a myth, is that you can actually get flu or flu-like symptoms simply by having the the, uh, shot. Is that true? You cannot get the flu from the flu shot because... Material is, is actually dead flu virus. Okay. So it, it cannot cause a problem for you. It's based on the, whatever virus was present in Southeast Asia a few months ago. Okay, so that is a myth. That's a myth. Okay. You've got a very large needle. This, this, this is it, literally the biggest needle I could find. <laughs> there are none larger. Please give me a muscle. Okay. Uh, you can't it. get that from Pierce. <laughs> Mate, that's now, the biggest muscle now, you've now, seen look, for a look, while. Look, look. All right, that's it. That's it. One, two, three. Oh! And we're all, blood. please. Oh. Not even bleeding. Sure. No, no blood even, please. Oh, bloody. Oh, bloody. People clap this? Okay. Yes, you got your shot. <laughs> Allow, yeah, I just sort of, it's like a dull Oh, God, turn it off. Okay, let's discuss this. Seriously. Stop, I can't. Should children no. have... All right, <laughs> he's off. 
So that's uh, Piers getting his flu shot. And uh, he was all happy to get his flu shot for the first time. And you can't get the flu from the flu shot. That's a, that's a myth, right? Well, that's what Dr. Oz says. That's what Dr. Oz says. So, uh, you know, let's see what, what Piers 25 million records. Dwight Yoakam is much more than a country superstar. He's a talented actor with a lot to say about issues that matter to America. Dwight's latest album is Three Pairs. Welcome to you, Dwight. Thank you. Before we go any further, you're a singer. Yeah. You must have had sore throats. I hear years. that. Well, I, you As know you what? can tell, things are deteriorating. Is there any advice you can give me? Don't ever take a flu shot again. Now, I watched that <laughs> with Dr. Oz, and I endeavors and, and to Dr. Oz. I think he's, you know, probably, he seems like a completely competent <laughs> doctor. But, and I don't understand any of the, you know, the kind of biological aspects of the, you know, of, of, the, of the meds that are. But you know, we're both are, doing the maths, aren't we? We both saw him put that thing in my arm, and yeah, within ten days, I've been struck and down. I, and I just, I, you know what? I don't want to tell anybody out there. I'm not a medical advisor. Get your vaccines if you. I don't believe in them. <laughs> I'm just suspicious by nature, and I saw you get it. And here we are. Well, let's try. It. We'll try and plow on with the interview. I no, saw you get it. Yeah. Um, and here we are. Publicly getting a flu vaccination. He wants to plow on with the interview and completely detract from the fact that he now has the flu ten days later. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So 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 let's let's take two things from that. One is that all right. Let's just say he got the flu from the flu vaccine, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we're all kind of assuming. But right. on the other side of the coin, it, let's say he didn't get the flu. Let's just say three days later or five days later, he touched a doorknob that somebody sneezed on, right? And then after that, he you know rubbed his nose, and, and now he's getting sick. The flu vaccine was ineffective. True. No, Very true. No matter, no matter what way you want to look at it, whether it gave it to him or it, it, it failed to prevent him from getting the flu. So, you know, no matter how you look at it. I mean, you could say that, but it could be argued, too, that there are many forms of strains of flu. And there are particular flu vaccinations that defend against particular strains of the flu. So he could have picked up on an alternate strain. Well, see, honey, that is very true. I uh, mean. It's it's very true that that there are multiple strains of flu that are out there. And every year the, the, the flu mutates and becomes a different strain. They just kind of cherry pick what they're going to protect you against, what strain they think it's going to be this year. It's now this mess. year, well, this That's year not entirely true. I actually did a paper for this in college about flu and flu vaccines, and uh, this is going back before I was awakened. So you know, uh, I didn't really make, I didn't really put the uh, two plus two together till just recently. But um, the flu vaccine for this year is last year's strain. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it is. And, and, and if you and you actually and I had to laugh when uh, when, you know, because the flu's kicking ass this year and it's it's harder than ever. And what what they're telling you is that, oh, you got to get more. You got to get the flu flex. You got to get the shot. And it, it's lucky because this particular thing, you know, the way that we've crafted this, this flu vaccine is geared towards this particular strain and i'm saying a bullshit because that's not the way it goes and b it's obviously not the right strain because so many people in this country are fucking sick and sick and badly sick you were sick for two weeks people that i know that got that flu they were all sick for two weeks my mother got it my friend just recently got it from uh, he, he went to new york came back he was laid out for a fucking week you know 
bad flus. Most of the flus, you know, we can get to work. Maybe we take a day or two off. You know, people are knocked out. Oh, yeah, and, dude. I, I haven't been that sick in, in like I said, 50, 10, 15 years. I have not been that sick where I could literally, literally could not get off the couch. I would roll off and drag myself to the bathroom or have to walk a couple steps and sit down or lay down on the floor. That's how bad it was. I, I just... And you make a good point. You know, no matter what it is, it doesn't work. Uh, but see, I read an article that they, they said they chose three strains and they got lucky and got two of the three strains covered. Well, like you said, it's not working. People are, yeah. are sick. Well, you know what? I won't come in your mouth either. Well, well, it's all bullshit, man. It's all fucking bullshit. They're, they're, wow, they're thanks, thanks for the drop, Dave. <laughs> Could you give me a better drop? I meant to warn Pop. Well, not warn him, but 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 advise him that uh, I've been collecting uh, drops up. So uh, a drop collection. I'm sure he's not going to mind. No, I'm sure not. I, was gonna... I won't come in your mouth. Great. Checks in the mouth. Won't come in your mouth. Whatever. I'll tell you whatever you want to. I'm the master here. debater. I'm the master debater. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, I had to play. So, anywho, um, but the thing is, okay. Mm-hmm. Pre- preventative methods, you know, seem to just all drive into you need to get your flu vaccination and wash your hands and cough into your arm and don't touch anybody and don't shake hands and it's, you know, okay. That's most of those are fine with the exception of the vaccination. Okay. And then there's also treatment methods. They've got these Tamiflu medications coming out and all sorts of different varieties of that. And all of them provide toxins to your system. They depress your immune system. So if you don't have the flu and then you go and get the flu vaccination, maybe you don't kill yourself, okay? We're not saying everybody's dropping like flies here. But you are depressing your immune system. You are putting yourself at risk. You're also putting others around you at risk. They have the nasal spray forms that they've used in the past, and it's spread like wildfire. I mean, it's more damaging, I think, to get the vaccination rather than not, obviously. But there's natural remedies for it. There are preventative methods that you can take as a food type substance and and try to protect yourself from it um and that work a lot better than getting the vaccination does it does it mean that you'll never get it no maybe you do but what is the likelihood of you you know dying or you know putting yourself at at, at a huge risk here like you why is it necessary this year? my mother gets a flu vac- I'll just tell it to you my, she gets a flu vaccine every year and she's one of the ones that got really nailed. And the last time I was at, at their house, I was, you know, just kind of, I don't really like to rag on my mother a lot, but I was kind of ragging on her about it. And then after she got sick, I was like, yes, yeah, so I had that vaccine work out for you. <laughs> That's something I'd say to my mom. You know what she said? Shut up. <laughs> you were right. Shut up. Right. And you know what? She's going to get the fucking vaccine again next year. You know what? You know what my mother's on? My mother and stepfather are on SSRIs. Oh. Really? Mm. Kills me. It fucking kills me. Oh, yeah, they're the worst, dude. I hate them. That's the problem. You know, people really, really trust doctors. You know, they feel like they're the end-all, be-all. 
They know everything. If you have a problem, you go to them immediately. And that's not necessarily true. We have a plethora of information that we have access to 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. If we have a problem, we can go look it up. Most times you can treat just about anything naturally to include cancer. And doctors are practicing just as you would at home, you know, practicing trying to figure out what you could use that that would work. And a lot of times these doctors will prescribe things just to make money or because they think maybe this could work, but they don't necessarily know either. You can't take everything they say, you know, to be absolute fact. You got to take it with a grain of salt. And not all of them are out there to harm you or don't care. A lot of them do. But at the same time, they're they're liable to be wrong just as well as you are at home. So here's the deal, you know, because I, I kind of been doing some research about these SSRIs. And, and uh, actually, uh, Lou Rockwell had a guest on. I can't remember the guy's name. Um, but they, I listened to the podcast twice in the last 24 hours. And I actually posted on the, uh, the Red Pill Society over at uh, Facebook there. Um, and this, this guy says, you know, there's no test for you to take for this, you know, quote unquote chemical imbalance that these pills, uh, are supposed to balance out. There's no test. You come in, you tell them that, you know, that you're anxious and they write something for you. Right. And that's, that's, that's total bullshit. They're practicing. They're going to see if that's going to fix the problem or not. And then they know for future reference. That's why they call it a practice. We're all guinea yeah. pigs when we go to a doctor's office, and people should look at it like that when they go and question it. Sean was just in the hospital a couple of years ago with this, like, freak of nature thing that, that had occurred, and they literally, I was sitting wait, wait, right Wait, don't make there. it like a freak of, wait, can we, we can tell to them what it was. To me, it was freak I, of nature because it freaked me out, well, but you, I you know. I had heart palpit. my heart started racing really bad. I was getting up. My heart rate was getting up like 160, 170, 180, just standing still. Um, and it was really weird. And I couldn't, I was getting dizzy and I couldn't, I like, like, I just felt like I was having a heart attack. So I actually went to the hospital. So. Well, you dropped like a fly at work. Well, yeah. Your they, they actually had. Purple. Yeah. They, they actually <laughs> I mean... brought the ambulance in. They brought the ambulance in and I refused to go. And I came, they, I came home and slept until Lexi got home and it just wouldn't go away. Yeah. Horrible. And. He's sitting in the hospital bed, and they ran all these ridiculous tests. And Keep in mind, the doctor I any literally walked in. We're not really sure what the root of the problem is here, but we do have some treatment that we, we want to put you on. And one of them was a beta blocker. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? You have no idea what the problem is, yet you're sitting here ready to write out prescriptions like nobody's business. I mean, come on. you you got to sit there and you've got to question your doctors. I don't care who it is, where you are, what the situation is, how scary it is. got to sit there and go, is this realistic and is this going to help me or are you just trying to cover up the problem? Right. And the, the funny thing is the way it started is uh... – they came in, the nurse came in with a pill and she gave me the pill. I said, well, what's this? She said, it's a beta blocker. You know, you're, it'll help calm your heart and, and stabilize your heart rate. I said, well, what's wrong with me? So, well, we're not really, and I'd been in the hospital, uh, probably 18, 19 hours at this point. I, I was admitted. I was in a room and I said, uh, well, what, what's wrong with me? Why are they giving me this? Well, we're not really sure yet, but this will calm your heart down. I said, well, I'm not taking that until you tell me what's wrong with me. 
you know, and she's like, well, I, she's like, well, I can't tell you what's wrong. I don't know. You have more tests that you have to, well, I said, well, I'm not taking it until you can d- define what's wrong with me and tell me wh- how this is going to help me. And then we went to the, the, the doctor came in and I'll tell you what, they, they, they kept me in the hospital and giving me a hard time letting me out. Right. It was a pain in the ass. They kept pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it off. The bill ended up being. Twenty five plus thousand dollars. Yeah, one was twenty five, and there was another one I got for like six or seven grand, and there was one other one for like eight hundred dollars or something like that. <clears throat> so I finally get out. They give me the release paper, please. You know, they never gave me. They did a, a, a echocardio on me and everything. Never gave me the results of it. Gave me the uh, discharge papers. Said, you know, go see the doctor um, when you get out. Go see the cardiologist. And, uh, you know, figure out what's going on and he'll be able to give you the test results and blah, blah, blah. So I call it, call them, try to make an appointment. Never heard back from them. Wouldn't, wouldn't take my calls, wouldn't answer me, nothing. So they, they kept me in the hospital an exorbitant amount of time. Mm-hmm. They don't care. You're just wealth cattle to, to, to the doctors. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's scary. I found that thing I wanted you to play and it's really long, so I'm not going to play the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> I should save this. This is a good one. It's like 10 minutes long. Um, and what it is, is it's, uh, well, I, I don't want to tell you. It's going to be a surprise. So Surprise. Uh, yeah, I like to surprise you, Dave. It's, it's, uh, we're okay. pro- we might go a little long, guys, so uh, as long as nobody minds. Not too long, but maybe a little, because Popeye kept us a little extra in, in, in it, and I got some other things still. So. Yeah, it's all Popeye's fault. Yeah, it's all Popeye's <laughs> fault. Never my fault. Blame it on Popeye. Now, he sent me a link already to one of those shows. I'm going to have to check out. The, me uh, too. <laughs> the MLK. Oh, yeah, you got it, too, because it's on the group, right? Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to check I, that I, one I, out. Right from, my, right, right from my page here, I can actually uh, save. To, I have a little Roku box, and I can watch YouTube videos on it on my TV. And on I have a little bookmarklet, and I, all I got to do is click it, boom, and then it gets saved over there. So I got a shitload of things to watch over there now. I wish I had the time. I can't, you know, I don't even have the time to watch anything. Like, I get so, I'm so far, I feel so far behind sometimes. It's like because you know, you're you're working stiff. Ugh, it drives me nuts. All right, here I want you to hear a little bit of this. I'm not going to play the whole thing. You'll get the hopefully the main caller is in the beginning. Um, it's 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 a, a New York Albany, New York radio station, a Clear Channel station in Albany, New York. Um, so here. You know, we just got a call from Crazy Pete about chemtrails, and yep. he, he he said that this is going to be one of the. Uh, worst of days for chemtrails, and we all just went outside and looked up in the sky. It is creepy. It is really creepy. There, I mean, there's I'm got to at be three rows right now. There, from there is window. three rows there. There's another three going across the other way. There's three in the back coming over. Right. So does that mean that there's going to be more bad weather? Well, crazy Pete's on the phone. Peter. Hey, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, this all is right. what's going on. Fill us in. All right. Thank, I'm, I'm glad you guys put me through for my fellow non-chemtrail believers because now, now it's now you're seeing the obvious. Yesterday, total cleanup, fill tanker day. We're watching the map. The, the, the fires that are burning in Arizona, they use the um, they use the uh, jet stream. They bent that around, and that makes that area even hotter. I don't know if that's got to do with anything. All right, first but now, of all, it's, now it's our turn again. Let's get back. To, let's get back to the basics. What exactly uh, is a chemtrail? Back to the basics. All right, a, chem, <laughs> a chemtrail is 
Do you ever it's notice? a figment of your imagination. Ugh, <laughs> when, when I'm playing audio, I got it jacked up, so be careful not to get on the mic too much. Um, you notice uh, anytime somebody says to somebody like me who believes in chemtrails, so what exactly, give us the basic, what exactly, and, and we always go, <laughs> like we kind of giggle right before we start talking. Right, because you have nothing. <laughs> Just be quiet and listen. It's entertaining. And what's in the chemtrails? Yeah, what is it? I mean, okay. I'm looking. It, it, I'm, I'm looking. Yeah, at, we it, see these lines. But yeah, what the are lines they? in the sky. What are they? All right. The argument is that these are contrails, and their water and, and stuff is sprayed out by regular commercial airlines. These are sprayed, and if you watch them, they'll make they'll make the line across the sky, and then you'll see these things disperse. And your nice blue day, all right, your nice blue sky day, will turn into a complete sheet of white barium aluminum metal. Spray. That's what this is. It's going to block out your, your sunny day, and it's going to do what it's doing right now. What? And this this is this is this is all over the U.S. This isn't just my phone call. No. But, but why? I my question is this: Why yeah. is this being drunk. done? Number one, and also when I looked up harp, okay, yeah, it said that it was airplane emissions. Is that? Are you saying that it's? Some government deal? Well, let me let me just say this too. And if you're driving and you see these chemtrails, yeah. just so you know, we're not nuts. Give us a call yeah. and tell us what you see. Four seven six nine seven nine nine. And there's uh, like ten minutes of people and calling. Took a picture. I walked outside, and I am I am very always very skeptical right. about what Crazy Pete says. I always thought he was like insane. Uh, but I'm uh, uh, wait a minute. I'm trying to set you up with the facts. I, I, right. oh, wait a minute. I Wouldn't that be crazy if Crazy Pete was listening to us right now? Fifteen. Wow. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. What facts? In the sky, and I have never seen that many. And then there was a we a love plane you, going over mm -hmm. no, about thirty-five, thirty-six thousand <laughs> feet, and you could see the chemtrail coming right out of the plane. Now. What what is people will tell you? I mean, you know, they'll say, "Wait a minute, that's just jet engine emissions." Right. Absolutely. That, that's what Forto would say. Crisscross the way that it is. Because that's what they are. Just look, just look at just look at the patterns, the way they sync these up. They're GPS in a laser guided line in the sky to make these. They have to cover certain areas. There's only so much, almost so much dispersant that they can use. So they're like, "All right, today here," and then we don't see what goes on in Boston. We don't see what goes on in New York. These are other other fleets of spraying going on, and this is just covered. It's just a constant bombardment of this stuff. All right, hang on. Hang on. Tim, what do you see? Dude, i got to be honest with you. I just came out of the mountains, and I look, there's, there must be 20, 20 airplane lines everywhere. Everywhere. Why? I swear to God. I'm like, okay, I'm okay, right where's now, this like, going? I just, I'm torturing Dave for a little bit. All right. Why would you do that? Because I mean, it's fun. All right. He thinks I'm paying attention to it. <laughs> he's not. He's no. babe. He's reading through articles know, that do not pertain to I'm, him trails. I'm right entertained now. by that. Tell you that that much. clip it makes me. I just. I think it's hilarious. Why? All... Because like people are calling like, oh my god, I see it too. <laughs> yeah. Now that you mention it, I looked up and I saw a line too. Yeah, imagine it that. is everywhere, you know, and it can be argued. And oh, please don't go here. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't have enough time to go here, but. I do have a. Uh, I posted this earlier today. It was a share off of somebody else's. It's a. Uh, it's a. Oh God! Who's, I think it's who's that? I think it's Buzzy again. Who that is? Hey, you're on the first fifty-two. Kim Trails. <laughs> <laughs> Louder. <laughs> Louder. <laughs> he hung up right away. Love you, Buzz. <laughs> 
Uh, we love Buzz. I'm going to read this uh, this letter to the editor here, and uh, we're going to wrap the show up a little bit of fun. That's why I did the chemtrail thing. Um, modern way, uh, more modern way of living. Uh, this is in uh, North Carolina, Carolina, <clears throat> and this was uh, dated January seventeenth, two thousand thirteen. To the editor, Republicans and so-called conservatives. <laughs> I'm sorry, I know, I know what you're, you're reading now. You, you read this one earlier today? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Republicans and so-called conservatives are at it again. They are claiming that the Constitution gives people the right to have guns without the permission of the government. If, if that were true, then how could New York and Chicago have laws against it? We Democrats are, are sick and tired of Republicans constantly using the Constitution to cover up their true plans which are to make us all afraid of everyone else. Our great president came from a civilized part of the country where there is strict gun control, and he is only trying to bring the benefits of more modern way of living to the rest of us. I don't know the, ex- the exact statistics, but I'm quite certain that Chicago is a lot safer than Moorhead City when it comes to gun violence. But do Republicans and conservatives listen to the voice of reason? No, of course not. All they want to do is whine and complain about how gun control and wealth redistribution violates the Constitution, as if the Constitution were all that great anyway. There are a lot of things that need to be changed about the Constitution, I'd say, and the president and President Obama needs to change it. The Republicans are just trying to stand in the way because the president is black. They even... They even dared to question whether he was born, whether he was born in this country. I think all the dem- all this demonstrates that the Constitution needs to be amended when it comes to the qualification for being president. Right now, it says the person that a person has to be thirty five years old and be a natural born citizen. Well, that is obviously unfair because there are. A- it is obviously unfair <laughs> because there are a great many other qualified people who cannot run for president because their mother had to have a C-section. But, but because the Constitution was written 100 years ago, nobody even thought of the discrimination that would result from a doctor having to deliver a baby in an unnatural way. Now that, now that we Democrats are in control of the government... <laughs> That's just one more thing oh we should change in our drive. <laughs> I can't no, even... <laughs> just stop. Oh. <laughs> So, I think that's bullshit. I think that was written by a Republican. Oh, All it's of it. so funny. Uh, like the whole, yeah, just to make Democrats look like fuckwads. I mean, yeah. well, come they're on. They're all fuckwads, but that's a whole other story in itself. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I found that enlightening and funny. And even if it's not real, it was definitely entertaining. Yeah, and, I, saw, I was laughing. But what I, I took from that is there is a separation between state and fed law. I mean, officers can't technically enforce federal law they enforce state law which if i recall there's actually a lot of backlash that separates the two and that with these gun bans that are being put in place or willing to be put in place officers don't want to enforce it because it would be federal law and they want to protect the right for their oh, citizens to have their own officers guns. are going to fucking enforce they enforce laws that, that aren't even on the books Shit, where is it? 
Now, I think I think there is good and bad law enforcement, and I and I really do think that some of these people have come into it understanding law fully they're, and wanting to enforce bad. it. Wait a second. Wait a second. Let's, no, they're let's not all bad. Hold on. No, I disagree. Hold on. No, no, I disagree no. also no. because in my hand here. They're human beings just like everyone else. In, in and my, some of them are intelligible and they know what they're doing and they most know what's right and what's wrong and moral. enforcement are assholes. Well, fact, some people do have morals and integrity you, you, to you, include you, police officers. Somebody else is ridiculous to me. All right, now let's let's look at the article I'm holding in my hand here. All right, I know you know this, and you've already seen it, I'm sure. A uh, number of na- national sheriffs refusing to enforce unconstitutional gun laws snowballs. Yeah, I'll see you when it happens. We've got letters getting sent to the to, to the president saying that dog, they will not dog and pony show. It's bullshit. Don't even read it. We've got. 33 sheriffs in one state, the entire state of sheriffs. Big fucking deal. I've said they're not going to enforce it. Big fucking deal. But you're claiming that there's no good ones when there are some good ones. No. Well, all right. We'll see what happens. When they come out with a national gun policy, we'll see who uh, enforces what. What they're going to do is they're going to say, you don't want to enforce these laws? Then we're not going to give you this money. And you'll see how fucking fast they start enforcing the laws. Well, maybe we'll get smart and we'll we'll stop taking all the money oh. and we'll start keeping our tax money like the state should. The Fed. I've been I've been advocating not paying tax for fucking months. Well, and I now know. you come ac- now you think it's a good idea. I, I'm I. We need to provide we need to provide money to the system to no, help us no, continue we don't. things. Listen, listen. I believe it should be at a state level. All the money should be collected by the state. The state uses what it needs to to handle the state functions, and then whatever's left goes to the federal government to handle what the federal government's responsibilities are. That's the way it should work. If we're going to so, pay a tax, so, so what we should do is maybe just rewind. I don't know what a hundred, hundred fifty years. It's going to end up this way anyway. Mission creep happens. It's the camel's nose under the tent, or whatever the fuck the, uh, the thing <laughs> that, is. That's it, right. It, the Constitution, I forget, I think it's Lysander Spooner said, the Constitution has no power or... Uh, shit, I can't remember. I can't even believe I'm trying to bust this out and I can't remember it. It's powerless or it, 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 it enabled the country to do what it's doing now. People will always be corrupt. They'll always try to take power. And they'll always fuck the little people. And I don't, know, I don't understand why you guys don't understand this or you can't see this. You still... You still apologetic to the government oh we still need government to do this we still need government to no we don't but it can't change overnight and we had this argument we had this argument last week we're not going to have it again because it can't just change overnight we have too many people dependent upon it we have to we have to teach these people who are still too dependent on it how to handle it how to how to go forward without it it's never going to happen how are you going to teach somebody to get the government to uh, I don't you know. You just got to remove it. And we'll look, what's going to happen sooner Yank that tit away. Hold on a second. It's going to happen sooner or later. All right. What happened when uh, the USSR broke apart? Was there, was there mass casualties? Was there storming, looting in the street? Was, there, was it chaos? No. People survived. East Germany and West Germany, you know, they, that broke up. What happened? Not a big deal. I mean, they're surviving. Governments governments fail all the time. They're surviving. (laughs) I mean, those weren't great examples. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) Well, you don't think Russia is better off today than it was 25 years ago, whenever the hell it was? It's still still led by the global elite, dude. It's just the other side of them. It's still the same people. You, You forget that. 
you're, you're, you're arguing government. Is, is you're arguing you, government you, with you, me where if you're arguing government with me where if we actually had control of our government the way we should, it wouldn't be a big issue. We wouldn't have this problem. We wouldn't be sitting here. But we allow the bankers and the elite to, to, to lead us down to the watering hole. We don't allow shit. They make it happen. Well, right? I, and the only way that they we can't can make it happen if we don't if we're not allowing it. Uh, what? They they can't make it happen if we don't allow it. There came a point where they have absolute power, and did you that's vote? been did going you on vote? for a long time now. Did, Hold I, on a second. did you vote for the Federal Reserve? Did I vote for no. All right. So how does it happen if we didn't if we didn't allow it? Because we allow, people allowed it to get written into law in the past. Now we have to remove that. Nobody seems to want to do that, though. But you can't deny on the same side of that that people are blindsided with this. This shit happens in back alleyways and behind closed doors. And they don't want to listen to people telling them either. It's not like we get an email like, hey, by the way, do you want to, like, vote on this and see if it's going to pass or go on Mm -hmm. through? I mean, it's not like, (laughs) boop, boop, hello, you know, Fed Reserve, yes or no. I mean... the only thing they they allow you to vote on are the cheap little shits. Do you want a train and you know go, that goes across Florida? They don't let you vote on the big things. If 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 we're voting if on that, mascots and that's it, right? Do you want to put you know fluoride in the water? Do you want to take it out? You know, do you want to do this? The, you don't get a chance to vote on the Federal Reserve or or if 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 the five wars that we're in or the five armed conflicts that we're in are actually you know legit. They don't let you do any of that shit. They just take. They they have they do executive orders or they just totally circumnavigate the, the constitution as it is. They don't give a fuck. From their perspective, it's them taking initiative. <laughs> Whatever it happens to be is that you have no say in it whatsoever. All you do is you just pay your fucking taxes and pay for it. That's it. That's it. And the only way to stop it is to stop paying for it. I'm appointing you to handle this, and so much of my income will go to you to take care of. <laughs> yeah, you fix this your for us. You, you figure out. I, I figured it out. I figured out how to do it. I haven't paid tax in three fucking years, and that's easy because you know, I haven't been working in three three years. Although, for how long for, you haven't been paying taxes? Three years on anything. Well, he's not making anything. Do you have yeah. tax exemption on things that you purchase and? Well, yeah, you pay tax. You do pay what? tax there. The food that I buy on my food stamps? I can't, I don't pay, I, you can't get taxable stuff. Everything in your household has been tax-free for how long? No, 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 no. It's 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 way less. Well, I live, you know, in my mother's condo. So there's tax fee, there's property tax being paid. But I have I have a way around that, too. But he doesn't pay it. But you don't pay well, it, your mom pays it. Right. But <laughs> right. When, I get, when I get my shit together... I have a plan on how to avoid property tax, on how to, you know, I'm not going to get away totally tax-free, but I'm going to do whatever I can. Because that's what, that's what the, the elite do, is they play games, and the system is designed for you to play the game. And now if you have enough knowledge, you play the fucking game. Well, it's, no, it's designed for them to play the game, not for us to play the game, because we're not supposed to know about the game. We could play the game. We're not supposed to know about the game. Dude, start a church. Guess what? And, and donate you know, donate your house. The Church of Raz. The Church of Raz. Right. It doesn't have to be religion. See, no. this is this is the great thing about starting a church. First of all, you do not have to incorporate, and you do not have Ooh, to set up a, as a 501c3. Of, I got it. The Church of Weed. No. You could do that. 
No. Why not? No, we Why? can't do that. Why? Because we're not doing that. Why? It sounds like fun. That's ridiculous. Oh. Come on. They can't stop you from doing it then because no. it's your religion. Well, that's true. This is but true. we're not. This is true. <laughs> and everybody will. You know, Scientology will back you up on it. Christianity. Everybody will back you up on it because they know that they know the scam. And they don't want because if they fuck if the government fucks over one church, they'll fuck their stuff fucking over all well, of them. So I they, they're the ones that stick together. I don't think Lexi likes the name. So how if we call it the Church of Snoop? It's not even about that. I <laughs> but maybe I stand. I I'm on a different standpoint. I think That's I know. The problem. I know. All right. Well, it's uh, twelve fifteen. So we uh, got to bore you for an extra fifteen minutes tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dave, I appreciate you being with us. Uh, been a good Fight show. Don't pay your taxes. Don't pay your taxes, Dave says. That's all him. <laughs> <laughs> He's that, got your back. Thanks for listening to the first fifty-two on Raz Radio Live. Uh, we'll be back next week. Make sure to catch Kevin Harris with the Week in Review at seven p.m. tomorrow night. Peace, guys. Let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense, a weapon in a war against ourselves. Setting sun is loading guns Don't be afraid of mistakes Emotions misplaced To love or to hate I don't know what to do We're all lost and confused Just trying to get through in this world Always trying to prove that we're worth What it takes But it takes a long time Dirt to see grace When I'm trying to be real They tend to be fake When I'm risking it all With no time to waste Fuck this bad race I'm leaving this place It's time to blast off Destination space With the sunset hung behind us the
guys so much thanks the first 52 is the bump diggity are chemtrail geoengineering programs changing our weather and destroying our environment why in the world are they spraying they want to create a storm in the southeast then they'll start engineering out of the north pacific that's where the trailies will be find out why critics are calling why in the world are they spraying the most important film that is revolutionizing the environmental movement go to why in the world are they spraying.com for more information it's just going to get worse until the point where we're not going to be able to grow anything at all unless it's a Monsanto genetically modified abiotic stress resistant seed. Why in the world are they spraying? New international version with languages available from around the world. Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's all about money, and weather is another form of commoditizing, a way the central command group can commoditize another form of our life. Why in the world are they spraying? And if you control the weather... You're going to control the planet. It's that simple.